Hello and welcome to episode 71 of the Midnight Triple Feature Podcast. You can find us on the web at www.midnighttriplefeature.com. You can subscribe to us on social media. You can subscribe to our channels through iTunes, Stitcher Smart Radio, and wherever podcasts can be found. For this episode, we are discussing the 1989 home invasion film, Dial Code Santa Claus, and the 2016 home invasion film, Better Watch Out. This podcast will contain spoilers. Enjoy. What is going on, everybody? Mike here from Midnight Triple Feature. The guy you heard in the beginning, he's sitting over there holding his IPA, and that's Adam. Oh. So, uh, what's been going on lately? Anything good? Seen anything? Anything, uh... Yeah, you know. Any any cool work stories, anything? I'm gonna... (laughs) Work stories? Um, no, man. I got my work Christmas party next uh, Tuesday. They're having an in-office party, which we haven't had. Well, since I've been there. <laughs> See, what they normally do. You got to go to the city, all the way into the city? Well, I work in Hartford, so. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, the party's at 3.30, right? So like, I go to work, we have to go to work, and then at 3.30, everyone's allowed to shut down and be done for the day. Um, of course, you're going to get those assholes that are like, no, I got to work. You know, like, it's, it's my job is way too important to, to lose an hour and a half of my day to a party. So you're going to end up with, like, those assholes that, like, sit at their desk with, like, their earbuds in. Yeah. While there's, nothing. like, everyone's drinking and sh- You know what I mean? It's going to be that. And they're going to be like, no, I'm way too fucking busy to deal with this. Yeah. And you know what I mean? It's just always those people. Oh, so it does it, do you have to go home and then come back? No, no, no. So oh. it's like, you basically were working, right? So I, I work in an office. Oh, you know? so it's just like a company party, like employees. It's a company party. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So like, but what they used to do was, um, they would, they would go to this place called the society room in Hartford, which is like a hoity toity. Yeah. It, it, I don't want to go to the society room. Right. So like, I, I have never been to our Christmas party. Um, I just don't have any interest in it. But this is the first year that they decided to bring it into the office. So, like, I've never been to an office Christmas party before. <laughs> so, like, I'm kind of curious because I have a bar, an open bar. Oh. Um, yeah. See, mine does <laughs> ours. We do ours in, like, in our in our uh, office. Yeah. Can't drink. Oh, shit. Like, we have our we still have our company trucks because usually we, we, we finish up our day. We drive back to the shop. Yeah. And we party. So, like... I guess I could drive all the way home, get my personal vehicle, drive all the way back, but I work in a, that's an hour away. So now I'm drinking yeah, yeah. and have to drive an hour. It's just not worth well, it. Well, I got to do that. So like that's that that's kind of the other part of this is uh is I still got to drive home after. So like they and the thing they're funny cuz they're like we'll pay for your parking that day. So like the park in Hartford at at that building, it's $26 for a day. <laughs> which is why I take a bus. But I, then you then you got to think like so your your work is basically fucking giving you free alcohol right like beer wine it's it's gonna be beer and wine probably but like it's then they're free. gonna send everybody off into the world to drive home after three <laughs> hours you know what I mean, you know what I mean? yeah it's kind of weird but they're gonna have like a quote three piece band which are, like the hell's a three piece I band? don't know I bass guitar and drum is that what it is or is it bass Drum, flute, 
<laughs> trombone like you might have some fucking weird recorder or uh, what What are those uh, little Mexican bands uh, like a mariachi band like that would actually be mariachi sick. band dude that would be sick yeah. you, like mariachi would be sick and but... they do the whole Suspiria soundtrack as a mariachi band the problem is because <laughs> yeah <laughs> the problem is because I work in an office in financial services and in, in, you know um, it's just a bunch of fucking white dudes. It's all it is. And yeah. they would be made really uncomfortable <laughs> by that mariachi brand. Like the, the thing that does suck about my office is I've, I have gone to like events in the past and they're also fucking uptight all the time. Cause like, the, you know what I mean? Like they, they don't, they don't, it's like, they don't know how to actually just like go and like have fun at a party. So they'll like keep their fucking suit jackets on and they're all like, you know, like kissing the boss's ass over in the corner. What's the age range? It it ranges from about twenty two to fucking like sixty. You know what I mean? It's a uh, huge. Yeah, it's there's two hundred and forty people in that office. So it's like the show, The Office. Yeah, kind of yeah. on like a big scale, right? Like yeah. if you took it and you scaled yeah. it up. It's the same kind of personalities, uh, just like a whole range of personality types, and it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. See, my work really tries every year. They um they throw they throw an office party. They bias dumb shit that nobody wants. And like the past two years, literally, I showed up. My boss is like, "Oh, here, you know that they have like some of the girls in the office will make stuff. My bosses will bring stuff in. They'll buy stuff to bring in." I literally go in there and go, "How you doing? I'm yeah. going the fuck home. I don't even stay. I just say hi to everybody. I I may have like a ten minute conversation, and I get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I can't. I just can't." Well, yeah, I'll be. Le- I won't be staying for the whole party, but. Another thing my office does is they do, like, a Halloween thing for, like, the family. So, like, I can bring my kids to the office and they trick-or-treat the office, right? And the kids love it. So, like, they always do, like, these big decorations and they do the whole thing up. Like, the whole building or just your office? <laughs> just my office, but we're two floors. So, it's, uh, like, it's a good amount. I mean, 240 yeah. employees basically, like, handing out candy. But what happened this year is they, they put all these – I thought it was hilarious, right? So, they put all these decorations out. Like, in the kitchen area, they put all these fake rats and, like, put blood all over the place and, like – I don't know, like, I thought it was awesome, but somebody complained about the blood. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so, like, after, but it was after, so this person, somebody complained that, like, they want, they would have brought their kid, it gets, it gets really interesting, so they would have brought their kid, but, um, they didn't because they thought it was too scary for the kid, and then they went in, like, this whole thing about how the reason that it really bothers them is because they have a friend who was brutally murdered, and, like, when they saw the bloody fingerprints, like, they had, like, a subconscious reaction to the bloody fingerprints on the microwave. And that they couldn't even go into the room. They had, like, some kind of weird fucking subconscious reaction. This is an adult, these, man. These, these, here's, here's what gets <laughs> Like, this is the shit I deal with my fucking yeah. office. <laughs> Let's talk about this for a minute. Um... There's all kinds of stuff like this. All right, yeah, people have real fears, real phobias, right? Right. People do have things that really happen in real life that right. really affect them. Right. Why is it that that thing that affects them only affects them at a place they're comfortable at? <laughs> if they were dry... Okay, so yeah, yeah, they yeah. could not go into the kitchen because no. there was a fake bloody hand on the wall. Right. What if they were driving down the highway and there was a fake bloody hand on, like, the center median? Do they just crash their fucking car? <laughs> Do they just fucking freak out? Like, if, like... Well, that's it. Like, if they go into the Walmart, right? They go into the local Walmart and there's decorations everywhere. Like, you know what? Do they just completely avoid... Do they avoid every major department store in October because there's a chance they might see a fake bloody hand? Do they not take their kids trick-or-treating? Do they not, like... What don't they do because they might see... Something, you know, like, and that's the shit that goes through my head is like, 
it's first of all you want to you want to be like asshole it's not real like you know that's not real you are a grown-up you're an adult like you, you have a job you're making more you're most likely getting paid more than i am you like yet this is going to like it blows my mind it blows yeah. my fucking mind these are it. the people that i this is what i work with this is the kind of place i work and what happens is because we you know like we're a fucking office so it's like one person complains and the whole whole office changes. another thing that happened in my office i want to go on a fucking tangent they used to have this m&m dispenser right so like they put out this little dispenser and put m&ms in it right like so a, you, like a like a spin machine I, I don't know. I, I wasn't there. I've only seen the dispenser since I started working. It's always been empty. And I found out why. Because he used to fill it with M&M's. You could go and, like, you could, like, I don't know if it's, like, a little candy machine thing, but it spouts out a handful of M&M's. Yeah. So you get. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have one like that. Like, ours, you just kind of lift up and the candy It's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody complained because the M&M's weren't healthy. Jesus. So they took all the M&M's out. <laughs> and then you're not allowed to have the fucking M&M's out there anymore. Because something, like. Keep your fat ass away from the M&M. Like, it's... You you have no fucking self-control. So, like, now you have to complain so that nobody else can have the goddamn M&M's. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's you know what, what I mean? Is. Like, this yeah. is the shit you deal with in an office, man. It's, yeah. Like, this is, this is my fucking life. So, I'm only, I'm really curious what's going to happen because I've never been to the office Christmas party. And, like, at what point is it considered inappropriate for somebody where they're going to complain or so, somebody's going to get upset? Here's... Here, here, here. Uh, riddle me this. You have an M M&M and M dispenser. Yeah, there are two. Uh, what is it called when you can't control yourself? Like, uh, I guess, I guess they 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 can't control their eating. What whatever that word is. Yeah, I know what you. I know right. What you're saying, yeah. So you have an M M&M and M machine. They can't control themselves with the M M&M and M machine. Right. So their philosophy is: if I can't control myself, yes. you can't have any either. Exactly. Now, if you went to that person and said, "Listen." What do you like? We'll put a peanut machine next to it. Well, no, no, nothing. We want nothing. That would that would be the option. They yeah, don't yeah, yeah, yeah. because they don't want anything there. No, they don't want anything. There. They don't want anything. And there. they want to make sure that because they're unable, like you said, incapable of controlling themselves, they got to take it away from everybody else. I think and this is the shit that it, that I deal with in an office. I, man. It's I think that we need. When did shaming go away? When did well, that? I, that was where I was going to get to. Was like I think it was some point in the mid nineties. But I think, like, in the 80s, right, in the 80s, like, someone would have been, like, fat ass. Just don't mm-hmm. eat the fucking M&Ms. You know what I mean? Like, Keep your fucking hands to yourself. Shut your mouth. Yeah, you, it was yeah. a different world, especially in the industry I work in. Like, you know, I work in fucking, when you work in financial services, like, in the 80s, it was, like, <laughs> Wall Street, you know? <laughs> I mean, We'll say, fine, we're not going <laughs> to get rid of the M&M machine, okay? But what we are going to do is take a little piece of paper. And we're going to put a piece of scotch tape over it. And that piece of paper is going to say, Judy, do not eat these fucking M&Ms. And we're going to tape it. Now, Judy can say it's about her all she wants. But there could be more than one Judy. Who knows who we're talking about? So we're, we are we are shaming that person that deserves to be shamed. Like, we need to shame more people. I agree. And, yeah. like, how does Judy control herself around the fucking refrigerators? Oh, I know. You know, because they're filled with everyone's are lunches. You, are you allowed to put... M&M's in the refrigerator? Like, if you brought M&M's for lunch and it was hot and you yeah, put them in the I fridge, could. can you put them in the fridge? Yeah, I could. And then she would complain and have you take them out? Possibly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she saw them in there like, oh, you got to put them in a, in a black container so I don't know what's in there. <laughs> so what you should do is... The shit that happens, man. Is buy, buy those, uh, you know, those small Butterfingers and then cut the top off an M&M, dump the M&M's out and put the Butterfingers. <laughs> and then when she complains, be like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're not even M&M's. <laughs> yeah. 
Or like put like a little tiny slit of a sandwich in there or something like that. That's what I carry my lunch in. Anyway, um, so I'll I'll have to report back on the office Christmas party there. But yeah, um, that's a first time, so we'll see. I'll, what I'll I let you know what a three piece band is. Is if you yeah, we need to know what that is. <laughs> if you got a few extra bucks, or I'll throw in a few bucks. Yeah, buy a couple bags of M M&M and M and just drop them in the fucking <laughs> machine. <Yeah. laughs> just do it when no one's looking. Uh, all right. Well, after that, so um. I'll talk about some of the stuff I've been watching lately. I've watched a lot of movies lately. Um, I hit 200 movies watched this year because I are in letterboxed to tracks, you know, if you yeah, log them. Yeah, I'm not that nearly that high, but some of mine aren't even in there that I watch. I don't know how to get them in there. My number 200 was uh, Home Alone, by the way, um, which is kind of interesting considering a movie we're going to watch tonight. But I, uh, I do want to talk about – I saw Summer of 84. Yeah, what you think? So that's on Shutter now? Yeah. It's good, man. I like it. It's real it's good. Really good. Yeah. Um, that fuck like that movie goes to a place that you don't. You just absolutely do not see come in. No, like the last ten, five, ten minutes, whatever it is, it just goes <laughs> off the rails completely into like okay, this movie, this movie is one thing. It's it's an eighties, you know, like it's what we used to watch in the eighties, like. Stranger Things kind of stuff, Stephen King kind of stuff, like yeah. kids on a bikes and you know, like oh, the neighbor's a murderer, maybe, and it's all kind of like fun and games a little bit. But then it just goes to it goes to a place that you don't expect because those movies don't go there. You know, like when you watch the yeah, Monster Squad, uh, it doesn't go there. It's kind of so. it's a lot like like uh, sort of like Fright Night, where one person. Yeah, there's my neighbor, neighbor is yeah. doing this, or you know, is possibly a vampire yeah, think, or whatever. Yeah, you think your neighbor and nobody a killer, believes yeah. him, so it's up to the kids to investigate and figure it out. Right. So yeah. it's it's like a story we've seen. <clears throat> I've just never seen it go where this one went. And they do a really good job in this of you going, "Yeah, I know what's gonna." Oh wait, no, that's it, what I'm it, saying. It twists it, it, and it turns you know that story happen, three or four yeah. times before it pans mm-hmm. out to you may or may not think what's going to happen. So yeah, I recommend that movie. Maybe we'll cover it. Um, we should cover it. Yeah, in the future because yeah. it's it's worth going deeper into. But so watch that. I watched uh, this movie Death Kiss, which we got a screener for, and it it kind of made a bit of a splash when the trailer came out because there's this guy in it that looks a lot like fucking Charles Bronson in in the seventies. Um, it's basically this guy's like a vigilante and he's out there, you know, killing people who are doing bad shit. I guess. Um. It was good, you know. It was it was good. The acting is is kind of all over the place. The the twist you completely see coming from a mile away, so it's not really there's nothing really that surprising in it. But I do like the guy that's in it, the Charles Bronson guy. Uh, there's some there's some decent action sequences. It's a kind of movie where everybody gets what they deserve, basically, because <clears throat> it is kind of like a Death Wish movie in a, in a way. Uh. So I, I would say check it out. That guy's doing another movie with the same director called like Escape from Cell Block something. They announced it. So Oh yeah, I saw that in the uh email. Sh- should yeah. be yeah, it should be interesting. I think, you know I think they show that they have some talent. We'll see what they do with it. Uh but I would check that one out. I wa I uh, watched The Joe Bob Dinners of Death. So I'm almost done with the fourth one. But anyway, if you're not on Shudder, um, you should be. They talked about the Joe Bob Marathon in the summer and 
all the attention that that got. So then they announced this Joe Bob Dinners of Death, which is like the Thanksgiving marathon. They're doing a Christmas marathon, and then he's coming back with a regular series next year. Uh, I've talked about it on a show before, but he's he's like one of my favorite horror hosts of all time. I grew oh, he's up, the best, yeah. Yeah, I grew up watching yeah. him on TNT. Um, I think he's better now than he's maybe ever been, personally, because he has the freedom. Like, he has complete freedom on Shudder. Like, Shudder's not going to ac- censor him in he any He actually way. says, in the, I think in the Thanksgiving one, I think it was this one, uh... Was it during before the Texas Chainsaw? Because he does Texas Chainsaw first. Might have been that one or the second one, where he actually says he goes. Um, people have always said, "How come you never done uh, you know Texas Chainsaw? How come you've never done yeah. this movie?" He's like, "Because they wouldn't let me." He's like, right. "Now I can watch whatever I want." The censors won't let yeah. him do it. Yeah. So like he, but the here, yeah, and they were all uncut. So he did he did Chainsaw. He did Hills of Eyes, the original. He did Takashi Miike's Dead or Alive, and he did uh, um, Blood Rage. So, uh, but I'm loving this series. I'm really looking for it. So with the thing in December, apparently he said it's going to be a franchise. He's doing four franchise. Films. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of people like saying, oh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, right? It's going to be Silent Night, Deadly Night. But Shudder only has the first Silent Night, Deadly Night, Deadly Night movie. So unless they're going to like surprise everyone they would have to get the rights for the uh, exactly because i think so, they're different studios i don't know how that yeah. the rights to that work but unless they're going to surprise everyone because they haven't announced that they're getting those movies on the platform i don't think it's telling that deadly night and interestingly enough somebody on one on like the there's like a joe bob group page said they think it might be phantasm and they might be right for christmas so that's what's interesting right is they're like it's everyone's like not a christmas movie but he said that it's a franchise film, franchise films, uh, fan favorites, uh, films he's never done before. He's only done Phantasm 2. He, and Shudder has Phantasm 1, 3, 4, and 5. That's four movies. Did – is the way it's worded is I'm doing a franchise of movies or franchise movies? He said it was led – it was made – it sounds like he's doing movies from the same franchise. So he's doing a series like – Silent Night, Deadly Night, one, two, three, four. Something like that. Or yeah. is it going to be franchise movies, so it's going to be like the first one from this one, the first one it from this one? could be that. It sounded like they were all from the same. Hmm. But if that's the case, this person who suggested that might be right, and they were like, oh, he could be coy, like he could basically be cute about it. Because like, oh, you know, like the spheres are like ornaments, or like there's different things he could play around with if he wanted to. The fact that he said it's a franchise... Is interesting. Now, the reason that he might not go that way is because Shudder has Silent Deadly Night. They've got Christmas Evil. Um, they've got, they've even got Better Watch Out. They've got this new movie, Creature Restoring. Looks like they've got a lot of Christmas stuff on there. They got Black Christmas, the original Black Christmas. So, yeah. that would lead you to believe, like, no way he's going to do these. Unless he's thinking, unless he's like really fucking with people and it's like they're all, he's on like franchise or all Killer Santa movies. You know what I mean? Like, you never know what he's, yeah. what they're going to do. Like, he surprised people with this one by doing Dead or Alive. Yeah, because he could just be doing wordplay. He could just he could be, be doing wordplay. Yeah, he just yeah. trying to throw people off. Nobody saw Dead or Alive coming. Like, every, people were complaining about it. I actually think it's, like, a kind of perfect movie for him. It's If you've ever seen it, it is in Japanese and it's subtitled. But it's just fucking so out there. It's pure exploitation. Like, there's a scene where a woman is butt naked in a 
kiddie pool filled with her own feces and then like this guy drowns her in it there's a scene at a dinner table like this huge dinner table oh i what what you're talking dead or alive yeah this movie dead or alive the one his third movie in the marathon it's this japanese yakuza (laughs) movie i would when you were saying that i was thinking dead alive right and i'm like i do not remember and did i do i not have the director's cut (laughs) dead or alive (laughs) which one did i not see dead or alive okay dead or alive so anyway, there's just a lot of really wild shit in this movie. So it's kind of a perfect Joe Bob movie, but people were complaining about having to read. Um, like I, there were people like, oh, I don't want to read subtitles, but yeah. See, the thing with me is, you know me, I hate reading. But right, <laughs> um, I have to be like like today. I watched actually both of the movies you're gonna be talking about later. I actually watched today, right? And I was fine. I'm sitting here chilling, got my fucking surround sound going. I have to be, and you know how many times, honestly, I've been sitting upstairs, came home from work or something, you know, old lady's not home yet, she's out doing something, and I go to put on a movie that I think I'm really going to like, and it's subtitled, and I'm like, eh, and I click it off, and I go watch something. I've done that so many times. It's not that I have anything against subtitles, I just got to be in the right mood to watch a subtitle. (laughs) Yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah. Because there are some, I love, like, I got a ton of Japanese movies, ton of Japanese horror. Like, Redline, I love Redline, but it's subtitled. So you really got to be, you know. I mean, yeah, I do. I do agree with you. It's and some of these subtitled ones, you really got to watch more than once because you actually miss a lot, you know, because you're trying to read. There could be something else going on that you missed, um, or like some weird translation. Yeah. But that totally happens, and it yeah. happens in the Dead or Alive too. You can tell it's it's <coughs> it's weird. Um, I watched the entire uh, Haunting of Hill House season one. Yeah, I'm almost. Uh, I'm halfway through. Yeah, we were talking a little bit before through. about yeah. it. Definitely recommend that. Yeah, definitely, definitely watch that. Some, there's actually some really good scares in it. The, the, the guy that directed it, Mike uh, Flanagan, he knows, he does know how to make a like a scary movie. There's there's like legitimate stuff in it that if, like I, I could see people really being unnerved by it. There was He a knows l- how to do jump scares really well. There was a lot. Um, I guess it's different for us because we look at things differently mm-hmm. and we see things, a lot of things that other people don't see and, uh, you know, things like that. There's this whole thing going on where people are definitely scared of the show. They're like, I couldn't get through it. it. Really I had to, I had people, to like, yeah. I had to skip through certain things. Yep. To me, it was great. I just, I loved it. Yeah, I, thought, I think it, it's fantastic. And it's you fantastic. know how I am. I hate haunted stuff. Like I know you do. I, I don't was surprised like, when you said you liked so, it. So, but I... <clears throat> coming from me like i do i don't believe in ghosts yeah i don't, I don't either <laughs> i don't i don't i i hate watching ghost stuff because i'm like that would never happen i enjoy the movies though i don't believe in it but i enjoy the but i, I, I like them. um yeah no this is great it's really good um speaking of haunted house movies <laughs> i watched uh on shutter this movie called hell house hell llc have you watched that one no it's a found footage movie um it's actually it's actually pretty good you might want to watch it it's about this group of like twenty somethings that uh, rent out this old hotel called the Abaddon Hotel, and they decide they're going to turn it into like a haunted house around Halloween. And the house, obviously, like the hotel has haunted. It was used for like Satan worship and stuff. And um, this is another one that's actually it's it's like typical haunted house kind of stuff, like <clears throat> like not like flying shit. It's not that kind of stuff. It's like spirits and stuff in the house and. But it's really good at setting up scares, like it just it 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 just understands how a haunted house movie should work, 
Uh, and there's like these, there's multiple scenes with these three clowns in the basement. They set up like these three, they're like giant full size clown dolls basically. And they use those really well throughout the entire movie. Um, and the ending is actually pretty cool. Like it, it all builds up to this ending that, you know, something's coming, you know, something's coming and it actually, it actually does pay off in the end. Uh, the movie's like an hour and a half long, but if, if, if you have access to it or if you have shutter, you should totally watch it. I think, I think you might like it. I was just thinking of something. I don't know why that's just because I was. I'm. I'm. I'm looking at the poster on my wall behind you. I don't like ghost stuff. Is Freddy Krueger technically a ghost? Yeah, he's a, well, he's a demon, which is technically a spirit. A demon is technically a ghost. Yeah, what a about spirit. what about Chucky? Chucky is a spirit inside of a doll. Yeah. Yeah. So there's. So he's a haunted. So doll. I do like ghost. Chucky things. is a haunted doll. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about the new one coming up. After, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that too. But um, yeah, no. So I, do, I guess I do like ghosts. Okay. <laughs> you might want to check out Hell House, though. I, I, uh, I recommended Hill House. <laughs> Hell House. H e l l. And then they have the sequel up there too, which I watched, and the sequel's not, uh, not nearly as good. Uh, only one more thing I want to talk about, and we both, I know we both watch this, this movie called Elves. So last year, and not like the '80s, the movie Elves from the '80s that we did on like our first Christmas show, um, which which is really bad but great. This is the sequel to the movie The Elf, uh, which we reviewed last year. We watched and reviewed the first one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So well, I I took notes on this one just because I had a feeling it was going to be worth talking about. I um. Hold on a second. I did not take notes. My <laughs> notes were text to you going, what the <laughs> fuck am I watching? Well, I want to bring up one thing right from the get, just because I, I need to, t- to say this. So, <laughs> did you did anything, like, look odd to you about the opening credits? Like, when they came on? Were you paying attention? I, I probably... So but. they're like really bad, like they're clearly... oh, they're like like MS Paint type lettering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's it, it's supposed to be icicles growing. Yeah, but it looks like there's jizz dripping off yeah. the letters. Yeah, yeah, like, I did. I did it notice. It looks that. like all the names. It looks like the names of the cast are all covered in 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 spunk. Like it just it's dripping down, and it looks like cum. So like I'm literally watching this. I'm like, what the fuck? And I realize it's icicles. And on top of that, this entire thing is shot like a porno, so it's just like bright, hot spotlights That's funny you everywhere. That, yeah, y- you notice that, yeah. right? Like anytime there's a scene like where it's dark, it's just a fucking bright spotlight. So, uh, uh, you texted me a few days ago and you said, you know, you go check it out or whatever, and I just texted to you, synopsis. Someone in a robe and a mask from Spirit of Halloween shows up randomly with no explanation, <laughs> guest starring some fake ass Harley Quinn, right? It's funny you mention that because when she gets into the car, that fake Harley Quinn chick, oh which I, I don't know what the fuck she had anything to do with the movie. Oh, when she worst, gets into man. the car, my first thought was, this is a porno. Like, they're going to start fucking in a minute. It looks like a porno movie. It literally yeah. looks like the setup to a porn movie. It does. Everything yeah. about this movie looks and feels like a porno. It's there were weird. no elves. Where were the elves? <laughs> they were those dolls, right? And then they did that thing with the face, man. So and it I was... texted you. I Go ahead. Oh I, I, my god! Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, no, I yeah, I texted you. Um, let me see. Let me get it here. <laughs> I I texted you as if I was the director. I said, director, just look at the camera and tilt your head down. Don't move. We got to Photoshop eyes and a retarded smile on you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said they seriously they had Down syndrome. When they put the face. <laughs> I was watching it and I, I oh my god I literally burst out laughing because they immediately looked like he had a disability like because they made their faces like 
I guess because of the way they had to like build up the face on the CGI, is it made their faces like a little fatter? Yeah, it was weird. And then like their mouths would go out and they looked like they had Down syndrome. But they're supposed to be creepy. Yeah. Oh, it's not so, creepy. It's just funny. So then my question is, are those the elves? Like, is that supposed to be like an elf face that's on their face? Is that what that is? Yeah, I don't. And then why did why are the dolls so, there? So then it's not it's not uh it's not all right. So there's no physical elf. It's like a spirit taking over people's bodies, or or, or uh, not bodies. It's uh, taking over their oh. mind. I think. Yeah, but I then... don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure what the plot was <laughs> because sometimes people see the elves in the other people. And then yeah. the other people look back and see normal people, and then the other people turn into... I don't know if I'm making any sense here, but then those people turn and into elves. At one point, I think did they elves. say it's kind of like that movie It Follows? Did they say that in the movie? There was a reference to another movie, too. and uh, I think oh, they referenced the Truth or Dare and It Truth Follows. Truth or Dare, yeah. I think they referenced yes. two different movies. So in when this they're movie? when they're in that room and, <laughs> and she's weird. telling them the elf story... She references Truth or Dare, and I was like, I wasn't a fan of Truth or Dare, but that movie's way fucking better than this one. So don't <laughs> you... Yeah, and uh, it, and and so is it follows, right? Yeah. Oh, and then another thing I wrote. So like, there's this scene where this girl snorts at like an entire fucking bag of drugs, right? Like, oh yeah, the cocaine on the counter. And then all, then they just show her later like nursing a water, like she has a hangover. Like, she should have fucking overdosed on cocaine. Right, like she basically snorted an entire goddamn bag of cocaine, and then later she's just sitting in a tub, and they're like, "All right, nurse that water." So, like, have you ever seen somebody like? So yeah, yeah. They, well, they cut to her like drinking a water in a bathtub. That's what First I'm talking of all, about. Why did they put her in the bathtub? Yeah, because she was supposed to be like fucking OD'd. Second of all, if you do that much cocaine, like I'm assuming that when you put your face down into the cocaine, you're not just snorting it with your nose; you're inhaling with your mouth. Yeah, you're completely taking. I'm it not in. saying it's a bad thing. You're gonna have a hell of a time. Yeah, but <laughs> you're probably gonna die. That's what right? I'm saying. And you got was... about 15 minutes of uh, the best time of your life, and then you're dead. She looked like how I looked when I was like 17 after a party. You now, know, like, oh, fuck, I need to nurse this water. Now, when they cut back, all of a sudden, she's fine, right? She's fine. She's up moving around. Yes. Where's the cocaine that was on the counter? Makes no sense. It's just gone. Did, uh, right. did all the other people snort it? Did they clean it? <laughs> like, what happened to it? It's just gone. This this whole movie was just, this is one like they send I told you like uncorked sends us a lot of bad movies yes this has to be one of the worst they've ever sent us like this it thing is. is so bad I and have like, the uh, that uncorked set that's got all the mold and and those are bad <laughs> yeah but they're this not as bad as this, this. Bad. like this is almost unwatchable and the original was bad like the elf is bad but that's yeah. even better than this thing like whew. where did Harley Quinn come from. I don't know, when I was so annoyed with her. I think I actually wrote, because I, I was writing shit down. And it's literally in a, a replica. All right, she's got a bat You're talking everything. about the girl with the pink hair and the bat, right? The, the pink hair and the mm-hmm. bat. She acts like Harley Quinn. She talks like Harley Quinn. All I wrote was the redhead's so annoying. Because, like, she, yeah, she's trying to do that, but she's such a bad actress, and you don't ever believe for a second that she's actually... You know what I mean? Like, she's, only... she's a person trying to be, like... The only Psychotic. person in this movie I've remotely liked was the cocaine girl. Yeah. Like, she was actually halfway decent surrounded by this there sh- are Yeah, every once in a while there's somebody in there, they're like, oh, and they're not bad, but... The the cuts, I don't know if you noticed this, it was super annoying. 
there's times when all right so for example i uh the one that really sticks out to me is when they're all sitting on the couch talking about what's going on and it's you know the the main girl that the camera's on and she's talking everything's fine then all of a sudden it cuts to the dude at the end of the couch with the bald head and it sounds like they were like hey uh Battery in the camera ran out. Bring over your iPhone and let's just record this scene and just edit it in. Like multiple times, the audio goes all shitty. Oh, the, yeah. the video is not lined up with the previous scene. The cuts suck. I wrote too in my note that it was it, it's so disjointed. This movie's so disjointed. You don't know what's going on half the time. And I don't it's so bad. I don't want to say anything bad about this because it could be legitimate. And I'm going to be a complete asshole yep. for probably mentioning this. All right, that bald dude. I don't know if he was Hispanic or whatever. Yeah. Did he have a fake leg? <laughs> I don't know. Because I don't want to talk shit about the way he walked if he's got a fake leg. Because I'm going to feel bad. No, I won't feel bad. When like, There's multiple times where he's walking and his leg is completely... I don't know if it was the way the camera was angled, but his leg is all fucked up. Like, And they didn't even try and reshoot it. And then there's like a time when he tries to run. And at first I'm like, oh, he's got a hurt leg. Where, where did he hurt his leg? And then I'm like, maybe he's got a fake... No. At one point, I think... When he fell on the floor, too, it looked like he had a mic tucked into the back of his pants. Did you notice that? Oh, like a uh, wireless mic box? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I was looking, and I was like, wait, is that? I didn't go back to check, but I'm like, I think that was a, was a, was, yeah, a mic box tucked into the back of his pants. And when he fell down, like, his shirt went up a little bit. You could see it, and it had, like, a little thing on the top, like a green thing, like a... Like a light almost. I yeah. Don't, I don't know, huh. man. Pretty um, sure he did. Now, they say what whatever the elf tells you to do, yeah, you, have, you to have to do, do it, it, and the elf's got to see you. I, I just don't understand any of it. So the elf is in the mechanic's room and says, hit him. Just a sign that says, hit him. Right. Doesn't say hit him with a wrench. Doesn't say doesn't say take off your fake leg and hit him with that. (laughs) It doesn't say anything. It just says hit him. So all he had to do was punch him in the face and he would have been fine, right? So then that dude comes after him and then he beats him with a wrench. And then he still dies. I was gonna say that too. It seems like even when they do the thing that the yeah that they're supposed to do, they still die. It makes no sense. (laughs) It makes no sense. Yeah. Um and then what was with Oh my god! Like all of a sudden, there's a uh, a group of four people in like a hospital, and they're like, "Dude, I don't know." And Harley Quinn comes in and kills them. Yeah, they're just talking about their problems. Like, <laughs> hey, listen, Mike. Like one I dude's like, know. one dude's like, my daughter doesn't want to talk to me anymore. The other one's like, my family hates me. This That's one why woman's here. on like on a fucking oxygen tank. Yeah, and her kids never come to see her. And then it's like, I was think at first I was like, wait, is like one of them was one of them at the thing? And I just like. Was one of them the, from the group of friends, and I'm not reckoning? Yeah. I don't think so. It's I, just a random group of people in a nursing home. And, and then, then she at comes one in point, she them. takes, like, the elves all and throws it at somebody. And it, like, Oh, that was in the nursing home. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what I mean. And the dude <laughs> acts like it's trying to attack him, but I'm <laughs> yeah, like, that's not even believable, bro. Thing. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so bad. And then so sometimes, bad. like, the elves, the little elf dolls kill people. And then sometimes, like, so the guy that gets hung on the tree, like the Hispanic dude with the fake leg. Yeah. He was killed by the elf doll, right? He was killed by, like, some supernatural elf spirit or something. I don't know. Right? Because you, you, you don't see the elf doll. Well, later you do. It just happens. Yeah, but then they show the elf doll sitting on the ground. Did you miss that? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, next yeah. Next to that the happens. lights or whatever. And I'm like, did the elf 
do that, and then like, but the other times they possess a person. Oh, I did see that. Like he was down by the plug. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now, my yeah. All right. So to bring this up, I do remember that, and I thought to myself, he just made the he just made the lights. He just he just possessed a dude's body. Right. Because that dude was was like you know go get me a beer or right, whatever. Yeah. He possess the elf possesses that dude's body. Yep. Then possesses the other dude to kill that guy. Then possesses the random lights to wrap around him. <laughs> right. But then he's got to physically plug it into the fucking wall. Why didn't he just use his mind like he did everything so else? I'm saying I don't understand any of it. I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just it's awful. Uh, so a warning to anybody that hears this. This is like a warning when you see this movie out in the wild and it has the cover because like the cover art. The cover looks good. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh look, it's like three killer elf dolls and it's gonna oh yeah, it's just gonna be even if it's low budget, it's probably gonna be fun because it's still like a killer doll movie. Don't be fooled. This is horrible. It's really fucking bad. All they did was take the doll from the first movie, put two other dolls in there that don't look anything like the other doll, by the way. It's worth mentioning. So you have the one out. (laughs) You have these two new ones that for some reason look completely different. Like they just, I I said to you, they look like their heads are molded out of dog shit. Because it's like this weird, I think it's supposed to look like wood maybe, but... It just, it's like this weird brown. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. I don't know what it is. But uh, to, word of warning, that when you see this at Walmart in the dollar bin, because it is going to show up there, because that's where all this stuff ends up. Like, don't be fooled. Don't buy it. Don't pay two ninety nine on Voodoo to watch it. Stay away from it forever. Don't Go believe, watch the... Don't ni- believe, Adam. Go buy <laughs> elves. Go, Go buy elves. Go watch the 1988 or 89 elf yeah, you get Nazis with Dan, and shit. With Dan like, yeah. Nazis and incest and all, yeah. that little kid that like tries to watch his sister get naked in the shower and watch yeah. that movie. Oh, my God. Did that... Yeah. Did I ever tell you the story, by the way? I don't know if I ever told the story on this podcast about that. Um, how I had shared a clip, clips from that. So, like, when we did the episode for the show, I put together, like, a, a few of the clips from the movie and put it on YouTube. And um, it actually had gotten – it was a pretty popular video that we put up there. But at one point, I had shared it on my own Facebook page. Like, now I wasn't really thinking about it, but I had shared it. And it's like it's like the clip of the kid being like, you got big tits, sis. And, like, it's that. It's like 15 minutes of that. And it's like – the girl sitting on Santa's lap and him saying how, like, he wants her to blow him or whatever. You, you know, like, all those parts. And my aunt clicked on it. <laughs> my aunt clicked on it. It's a Christmas movie, auntie. <laughs> well, in the thing, like, in the little screenshot, all it says is elves. Like, and then it's, like, a picture of the little boy. So, like, my aunt, my aunt assumed it was, like, this nice little Christmas video. And she clicked on it. And she says, she comments. <laughs> She's like, Adam, I don't know if your Facebook got hacked. <laughs> Wait, she, she said that in the comments under the video? <laughs> don't you think she would have, like, private me? Like, you're probably not going to see it if you got hacked. She's like, but then I clicked on this video on your page, and it was this little boy saying awful things to his. Oh shit! Did you tell her to go watch it? I didn't say. I didn't say. Anything. I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to say? Like, it hadn't occurred to me at the time 
that that somebody might like my family might click on it, assuming that it's like a nice little. You could have just went into the comments and been like, "Yes, I hacked his Facebook. Go watch this <laughs> fucking movie. It's fantastic." Like <laughs> she would have just not thought it was you. I don't know if I ever told that story on here, but oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she had to comment on it and assume that I would never post something like that. And it's funny because your mom would be totally down to watch something like that. That's the funny part. I know. You know? Oh, shit. Anyway, that's uh, that's all I have. I, like I said, I've watched a fuck. I, I, oh, I'm over 200 movies this year, man. I watch a lot of movies. That doesn't even include all the TV shows and shit that I watch. But. Yeah, I don't know where I'm at, but... Um... Yeah, you guys can head over to let you guys can follow us on Letterbox too. Um, yeah, I mean, I use I, my own account on there. Yeah, so we have our personal accounts that we keep track of what we watch, yeah. and then we have the uh, podcast page where do you we only that? log. I only log what we watch on the show. You though. do though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I go in. I everything we watch in the show, I put in there. Okay. So you can go uh, midnight triple feature, uh, search for us. Um, I don't even know what my name is on here. I'm Adam. I am Mike. So, I mean, I don't... Oh, oh it, I think it's under... I'm just Mike, but under my name, I have midnighttriplefeature.blogspot.com, oh, which is the wrong website now. Well, it's now midnighttriplefeature.com, so... Well, I'm connected to you through there. And so then next to there, it says Cheeto84. So, I guess you could look for Cheeto84 or Mike. It should come up. That's my personal, and then Midnight Triple Feature is the other one. And Adam is Adam. You could find me through there. Yeah. I'm sure you could find them somehow, but we just log everything we watch. Uh, well, I am I follow you, so they, if people find you, they can find me. I'm not giving out my last name, because even though it is on my account. I use a fake name, dude. Do you? Yeah. It's funny, because we go into places, and... Um, like, uh, five guys... Or not, not five guys, like uh, Jake's Wayback, or whatever it is. Uh, some places, even Burger King now, will ask you for your name. Just first, though, right? Yeah. So what I run into a lot is I got a very common name. There's a lot of Mikes. True. So I go to this place. Yeah. I order my food. I tell them my name is Mike. This is a long time ago. Um, they yell Mike. Mike goes up, grabs the fucking food. It's not his food. It's my food. And now I got to wait. He's got wrong food. I got wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now anytime I go, I use a fake name. I usually tell him my name is Oliver. And then, like, one time I was with Beth, and, and, like, this chick is like, uh, what's your name? And I was like, uh, Oliver. And she's like, Queen? And I said, yeah, exactly. How'd you know? And she's like, oh, you're the Arrow. And uh, she's like, it's funny that your card says Mike. <laughs> 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 and then I explained to her, I was like, no, every time I get my name Mike, awesome. and you call Mike, someone <laughs> takes my food because there's too many Mikes in here. So the last time we, we went to go over this burger place, and they're like, name for the account, I was like, Raja Ghoul. Like, <laughs> I know there ain't no other Raja Ghoul in this motherfucker. It's not the, a bad idea. I mean, I don't run packed. into that many Adams, but. I know. I, I use a fake name all the time. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about Terrified. I know you saw it. Did you talk about it? Oh, I did. Yeah. I didn't mention that. Yeah. I know you watched it. Yeah. Um, why is my mic keep spinning on me? i got to fix this. It's annoying. Um. All right, sorry about the bang on the on the uh, on the boom mic here, or the uh, bang. But um, <clears throat> all right, so terrified. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, I did. I thought it was really good. Yep. Um, 
it, it's got a couple different elements to it. It's got like a horror element, and then it's got the what the fuck am I watching element. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to give away too much. Yeah, it's really hard to talk about without giving away certain plot points or certain but things it's that happen. Kind of like if we were to simplify, it's about a neighborhood that's being. I mean, haunted is the only word I can really think. It, that's not necessarily what it is, uh, yeah, but it's it's like that. Like they a, a team of investigators come in who are basically paranormal investigators to figure out what's going on. Yeah, and like some of them are kind of stationed in the main house that it's happening at. And some are kind of across the street at the other house. Yeah, and it's yeah, basically multiple places are all being terrorized by this entity. entity yeah. yeah. Um, definitely, that's about as far as we can go without spoiling yeah, it. Shudder's w- got it. I will say that there's some incredible scares in this movie. Yeah. Um, like, there's a scene, like, even early on, there's, like, a scene in a bathtub that's, like, really, like, what the fuck? You know what yeah. I'm talking about? Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the scene with the guy who thinks that there's, like, something under his bed. Like, that whole thing? There's a lot. There's a few. Uh, <coughs> didn't expect that person to die and didn't expect that person to live in this. Yeah, that happens a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it doesn't follow shutter, all though. the horror movie rules, but mm-hmm. it is really, really good. And Definitely remake, apparently, they talk, Guillermo del Toro is talking about remaking it. Did you hear about that? Why would they remake it? Just continue it. Um, You know, Americanize it since it's, uh, mm. where is it? South America, probably. Is it? Yeah. I think it is. It's got to be, yeah. I think it's Spanish. Was it like Buenos Aires or something? Is that where it came from? Um, So I Uh, think... Brazil, I think. Is it Brazil? It's something like that, yeah. So I I think they want to... You know, if anyone were going to remake it, who could probably do it? I I think Del Toro's a, you know... It was just... It was fine the way it was. No, I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it was perfect the way it was. Um, And then what they do is they Americanize it. They take out... You know all the good shit because Americans yeah. won't get it, and then they're like, "Oh, yeah, they're, they're not right. gonna, they're not gonna understand this dialogue." So we got to change it to some hip new. And SJW, with a movie like this, that could know? happen because the narrative in this is kind of <laughs> it goes all over the place. Yeah. Um, so you to Americanize that, you have to make a more streamlined kind of narrative where things make more sense, and they probably would over-explain, and it, I mean it runs that risk because. Basically, American audiences are stupid, so they make movies for stupid people in the United States. It's just a fact. Unfortunately, it's a fact. Oh, yeah, that's what, yeah, no, definitely. It's totally what it is. So a studio doesn't want to make a movie that's too complicated <laughs> because Americans are too dumb to follow it. And it'll uh, fail with a test audience and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, check I w- it out on Shudder, though. It's totally worth watching. It's, it's really effective. I went a while ago and watched Venom. I already talked to you about it. Um, yeah. Not impressed at all. I know. Um, I haven't seen it, but everyone else in the it's world definitely has. worth a watch. You can wait until it comes out. You don't have to go to a theater to see this. It's it's not. Eh. Oh, there's like there's so much wrong with it, and you can tell it was rushed, and you can tell that it was it was like there's things missing. Right. Scenes just end. Things just happen. Things will happen later when you're like, wait a minute, that happened before and he could do this, but now he can't do this. There's a lot of that going on. And then just stay for the after credit scene. It's already out there by the time you hear this. You get Woody Harrelson in a giant red afro in a cage. Right. Um, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's just not good. Thing made, what, over $800 million? Yeah. 
Yeah, this yeah. It's a massive success. And we're at the end and the credits are rolling and <laughs> there's the fucking funny part, right? They have a rap song called Venom. Oh, I've heard I, it. Yeah. Right? It's an Eminem song. Alright, here's the funny part. I am laughing at this fucking song. The song's really bad. And it's I really turn bad, them yeah. I turn I turn the fizzy and I'm like it's real bad. I'm like, yo, Fizz. What the fuck are we watching? And he was like, I have no idea. I was like, this is like a 1990s <sighs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie where they have their own rap. I don't know Like, why. what the hell is going on? I mean, if you're Eminem, I, I guess, like, they come to you and you're like, listen, we'll pay you $5 million. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. And I'm like, you this know? is like one of the, the worst rap songs I've heard. The right? Venom song is real bad. So we're leaving and I, 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 I'm still laughing about this. So I can't get over the song. It's in my head. And I'm yep. like, it's so terrible. And I think it was uh, my buddy's girlfriend was like, why, you don't like Eminem? And I was like, oh, that was Eminem. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Eminem anyway, yeah. but uh, I was like, no, that was pretty fucking terrible. Like, I that like was Eminem. Bad. I do like Eminem. Um, that song is real bad. Yeah, it's it's bad. Like, it's real bad. Oh, God. I mean, the last time I heard a rap for a he movie clearly, I mean, was he, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. The thing <laughs> is, like, Eminem, you know they paid him fucking millions of dollars. If it were me. And they were like, hey, Adam M, like, go write a fucking shitty song for our movie. We'll pay you $10 million. You'd be like, all right, fuck, I'll do it. I'm going to go buy another house. And he doesn't care, you know, like, he doesn't care that you're laughing at him. Check cleared. Check cleared. You know it cleared. So, yeah. Oh, it's bad, though. You're right. That song is a joke. Um, Mike is pissing me off tonight. What is going on? That movie, man, that movie made a lot of money. A sequel will be coming. Oh, a movie yeah, well, like that yeah. doesn't make eight hundred. They set it up for one. Yeah, um, let's see what the box office is as of uh, as of now. I mean, it's just it's like sometimes Venom can 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 talk to Brock, and then sometimes he can't, and then sometimes he knows what's going to happen, and sometimes like what is going like I don't, I didn't even know what was going on half the time because it's like, hey, uh, yeah, there's people behind the door. <laughs> don't open the door. There's people behind the door, and then all of a sudden he's like. Hey, what's going on? It's like you just knew there was bad people behind the door, but now you don't know what's like. I didn't understand the writing. I didn't understand the editing. I well, didn't understand the terrible CGI. Like the CGI so it, is terrible. It has a twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is real bad, but it has made eight hundred and twenty two million dollars, um, and still over the Thanksgiving weekend made twenty one million. It's wow! Still wow! Like it is. I knew right away when I saw the credits in the very beginning and it said it had the big Sony symbol and it said in association with Marvel. And it's I looked the right highest at, earning film of the, I was like, this DCU. is going to be a piece of shit. Um, it says, so Sony's first superhero franchise launched in two Oh two with uh, Spider-Man that earned 821 million worldwide. Um, and then Venom has already out earned the first Spider-Man with 822. Um, but it hasn't surpassed it when you adjust for inflation. Um, it's not good. Yeah, but a fucking sequel's coming, man. It says Sony breaks two billion dollars internationally as Venom passes seven hundred million worldwide. Well, they they do set it up. That's what uh, Robert Robert Downey Jr. That's what um, that's what uh, uh, Woody Harrelson's there for is because he's going to be Carnage. Dude, it's nuts. Yeah, it's movie made a. Sh- it's the most ridiculous after. It made I'm, so I'm, much money. Everybody's had to see at least this online. The camera pans to him after he's like, "I am not going to say anything about 
being violent and then starts talking about being violent. And, and then he's like, he looks right dead at the camera and goes, but when I get out of here, there will be carnage. And I'm like, oh, that's a good way to set up the next movie. Like, this is stupid, man. So this is important to note, though. Um, Venom has earned out of its $822 million, $610 million of that is foreign box office. So it's only earned about 200 and some odd million in the United States, but it's earned over 600 million globally. So it's a massive success globally. Um, that's where it's made all its money. But does it doesn't say where it made more here overseas. You know, it does it oh, it made more overseas, that's what I'm saying. Oh, so it yeah. made 200 if it made 822 million worldwide, um 600 of that is overseas. Wow. So yeah, 80%. So um yeah, a lot of it. Most of it's overseas. With two hundred two hundred and forty three million of that was in China. So yeah, I don't get it. Maybe they translated the words different to make the movie better, but it's it's well, not. A lot of these studios now too, they're they're kind of making some of these big superhero franchise movies so that they're going to play well. You know this, they play well in China because it's a big box office over there. These monies make a lot more money in China than they do in yeah. the states. So they, they kind of try to gear them towards China. It's one of those movies. I think Sony's particularly guilty of that. It's one of those movies. I'll watch it again. Yeah. I'll watch it when it comes I out. I recommend people just wait till it comes out. Don't bother mm-hmm. running there. So uh, I watched your, your next. I did actually watch your next. I was reading it. <laughs> um, Dead Shack. What? Dead. Oh, the one on Shudder. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of stuff off Shudder. Me too. Uh, good movie. Was it good? Yeah, it's sort of a uh, it's it's about a dad who takes his family to a cottage in the middle of the woods, and it's very much like um, it reminded me a lot of of um, um, the Boy Scout movie. I'm drawing a blank. Help me out here. The zombie. Oh, um, uh, the Boy uh, Scout's Scout Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of that, like that type of comedy. Um, Kind of the same plot premise in a way. Really, uh, they just kind of twist little things, and it's actually really good. It's it's really fun and funny. The dad's drunk the entire time, and they're going to look for these zombies that the kids say they saw, and he's hammered drunk, and they hmm. they break into the house that they say they saw the zombies in, and he's like, I don't see anything, and then just passes out on the couch, <laughs> like and just starts huh. hanging out. Like it's really good. It's it's funny. Yeah, I've, I almost watched that. When they first <laughs> added it, actually, and then I never watch it, and it just sits in my queue. It's never got, I haven't gotten around to it. It would be uh, uh, worth going into a little more detail. We should do that and uh, summer eighty four. Summer eighty four together. We should do that at some point because both of them were uh, pretty good. My old, so the one time the old lady says. Uh, I want to watch a movie, and I know you don't want to, You don't like. You know, you don't want to watch a comedy. You don't want to watch this. She's like, I'm gonna find a horror movie for us to watch. And I, I was down here, and I was like, All right, well, call me up when you're done. Um, so she's like, All right, I found something. So I go upstairs. All she right. puts on this movie called Gerald's Game. I didn't oh, s- on Netflix. Yeah, did not see a trailer for it. I know what it is. I knew nothing about it. Stephen King. This movie is on the level of elves. <laughs> the, uh, Acting wise, it was fine. Actors were fine. Yep. This movie was fucking terrible. So let me see what the rating on this is. Actually, here's what you're gonna find interesting about that. Let me see what other people rated it because I did not enjoy this. Um, here's what you're gonna find interesting about that. Um, Do you know who directed Gerald's Game? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? His wife is in the movie. 
Mike Flanagan directed it. The same guy that yeah. directed Hill House. The entire series of Hill House. Yeah, you, same exact guy. Did you see Ger- Did you see this movie? I avoided it. Oh, uh, I know what it is. It's not my thing. I already know that. Uh, so. I'm gonna spoil a little piece. There's a part where a daughter, they're at the lake, okay, and the mother and the other kids want to go on a boat, and the daughter doesn't want to go, so the mother leaves with the kids on the boat, and a daughter and a father stay behind. That mother is Flanagan's wife. Yeah, it's the same. Um, and. The daughter sits it's, on the dad's lap while he stares at her. Yeah. You know this? It, it, yeah, I know something. Yeah, I know a bit about So, yes. like, the sun is glistening off his daughter's shoulder. There's an abuse shoulder, subplot in it. I know that. And he doesn't actually abuse his daughter. I know. There's, like, He just under, stares at her shoulder and jerks off. There's, like, like an undercurrent. Oh, yeah. So, I, so yeah. this entire movie is... Um, they go to this cottage because they want to spice up their relationship. So the husband ties his wife up. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And they're going to have sex, and she's not into it, and she wants to be let go. And he says, all right, fine. And he gets up to go get the keys and then dies of a heart yeah, attack. Yeah, he dies, yeah. So um, the whole movie is her tied to a bed with her going insane. So sometimes she sees herself. Yep. Sometimes she sees her husband. And sometimes like she a... sees this random dude with teeth. Yeah. Um, the whole movie is a pile of shit. Does it have the dog in it? Yeah, and a dog comes in through the front door and yeah. eats the dead body. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see if I can find what this guy wrote. I do know. All I know is that it's the same guy that directed Hill House. Hill House is incredible. <coughs> Gerald's Game, I just knew wasn't for me. So. And well, anyways, through the whole movie, there's an iPhone sitting on the nightstand, and one of the biggest plots is her trying to get to the phone, but she can't because she's tied up. Right. Somebody in the comments on Letterbox was like, "Hey, you want to end the movie? Hey, sorry, call the cops." Exactly. Like, no, <laughs> see, I I haven't read the book, right? I haven't read the book, but that came out in the '90s. It was Stephen King, so Stephen King wrote the book. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the book from what I understand, is is the same but different. Obviously, they have cell phones, so that, that's an easy one, right? Like, it's most likely just a phone. Um, I've, I've, been, I've read that the book is more... It's that whole thing of, like, you can just do a lot more in a book, you know what I mean, than you can on screen, so... Yeah, this wasn't... People loved it. I, it was just stupid. People really me. liked it. I knew it wasn't for me, so I didn't watch it. Let's see. Then I watched The Prowler. I watched Paul. Um, then I watched this documentary, dude. You gotta watch this documentary. Three Identical Strangers. Okay. Um, for the most part, the story's out there. There's no big spoiler alerts in this. It is a documentary, so it's kind of in the trailer of the documentaries. Okay. So, there is a guy. And he uh, goes to college. And when he gets to college, he's he's nervous because everybody is like, d- he he doesn't know anybody there. He's not from anywhere around there. He's from like Long Island or whatever, and he's okay. going to a different place in New York. So he knows nobody. He's completely out of his element. And his first day on campus, people are like, yo, what's going on, dude? I thought you weren't coming back and blah, 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 blah. And like right. they're high him and chicks. Is this are- true? Real documentary or is it a faux? Like, it's, a, it's a real documentary. It's real. Okay. Yep. Uh, I actually looked up the rest of the story because uh, – okay. There's a lot of it that they didn't put in there for, I guess, I don't know, legal reasons or, right. or something. But there's a lot more to it than that's actually in here. Um, 
So the dude is like, holy shit, girls are running up and giving him kisses on his cheek and hugging him. Yeah. And he's like, what is going on? So he goes into the, uh, he goes into his room. He's starting to unpack his stuff. And this guy walks in, knocks on the door and says, who are you? And he goes, he get, tells him his name. And he was like, you need to come with me right now. Like, we need to make a phone call. And he's like, okay. He was like, can I unpack my stuff? He's like, no, you got to come right now. So... He comes down, and he's explaining to him. He says, dude, you look identical to my friend. Like, we grew up together. I've known him my whole life. He went to, he took classes here last year, decided to leave. Everybody thinks you're him. And he was like, I've known him my whole life, and I can't tell you two apart. So he gets on the payphone. He calls up this guy. He says, you're not going to believe this, um, but I have somebody here who looks identical to you. And while we were walking to the payphone... Come to find out, he was adopted out of the same place you were. So he's like, okay. So they drive out to, like, this other place in New York. They meet each other. They're identical. Like, they look exactly the same. Come to find out, they were um, they were adopted out of the same facility. So they were twins that uh, were separated uh, from, right. from the facility and gone to different places. Okay. Then, uh, so there's like a whole newspaper article on him, and the newspaper article is obviously all over New York City and all over New York, and somebody brings the newspaper into this other guy and says, dude, throws it down and goes, look (laughs) at this, and he goes, holy shit. He's like, that's you, and he's like, no, that's two of me, so he calls up and he goes, I think I might be the third. (laughs) And uh, so they all get together, they go on like Sally, Jesse, Raphael, they go on all these talk shows, they're all over the place. These two all look exactly the same. And then you find that it gets real fucking dark, bro. Like, really? you find out that these three kids, the mother got rid of them because she couldn't take care of triplets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The facility winds up telling, um, doesn't tell anybody that there's any other brothers at all. So they don't know of each other at all. Right. And they say the reason they did that was because it's hard for people to adopt triplets. Nobody wants, they either want one yeah, kid, right. maybe two. Nobody wants triplets. Yeah. There's no way. So they had to split them up. Then they find out they, they keep pressuring this place and keep pressuring this place. And then they start finding people who have retired from this facility. Um, there's one lady who went back to Poland and she is a fucking cunt, bro. Like, she's just like, hey, I did my job, blah, 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 blah. Like, she has no regret. She has no regret of what happened at all. Come to find out, it wasn't that they were separated at birth because people didn't want triplets. They were part of an experiment. They wanted to know what would happen. If they separated one from a, they sent one to a rich family, they sent one to a poor family, and they sent one to a middle class family, and then told those families, listen, we're going to come out once or twice a year just to see the kids, see how they're going. And they they interviewed the guy who went and interviewed all of these, and he was like, do you know how hard it would be? He's like, I would go and interview these children from the age of newborn all the way up until, you know, 15, 16 years old. And you know, he's like, do you know how hard it was for me to be like, you do the same thing your brother does. You think the same way your brother does. He was like, they were all the same through the whole time. weird, man. And they just split. Oh, my God, dude. It, it's, <laughs> it's really, and it goes deep, man. It goes real deep. And then finally the place wound up getting shut down. And then come to find out, like, some, uh, here, here's my question, and they don't answer it in this, is um, those brothers have adopted siblings, Right. Yeah. Um, so, like, all these families have other adopted children, yeah. um, and they're like, okay, well, my question is, they were split up for this experiment, right? Are th- all those other siblings that are in there, they don't go into it. Are all those other siblings actually all related? 
Were they all part of an experiment too? Or were they just legitimately adopted out? They don't go into that. But wouldn't it be crazy if, if those, they had done it with other kids? If they did it with, well, they say they did it with up to like fifty children. The fuck? These were all experiments done. They were the, social experiments, right? That's yeah, they, it was, was the entire thing was a social experiment to yeah. see what would happen to three identical people if they were put in three different situations. Well, and how they would survive. They're trying to prove nature versus nurture too, right? Like, does does how much does your environment change who you are? Yeah. Right. So if you take three people who are identical, they're identical twins are identical. So the genetically yep. they are made up exactly the same. So therefore your personality, it will prove if your personality comes from nature from you're just born that way. Or if you're in a specific type of environment, does that change who you are? It's an interesting experiment, but you kind of tell people <laughs> that it's happened. I don't want to. I mean, it yeah. is a documentary, yeah. but there is something that does happen. Yeah. Um, within it that changes the course of the entire documentary. Right. And it's let's just say one of the twins dies. Yep. But it's not the one that you think would die. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you, you have that one person where you're like. You know, you got you got the rich kid. Well, he's gets whatever he wants. You got the poor kid. He's got to fight for everything. And then you have the middle class kid. Right. One of them dies, and it's it's li- like literally not the one you think would have died. Like, that's crazy, man. Um, but yeah, no, they were all on talk shows, and that's really it weird. is fucking deep, man. Like, definitely <laughs> check it out. It's three identical strangers. I rented it off Voodoo for oh, like God. three bucks. Um, that's yeah, really good. But that's it for, I mean, we're running at about an hour and four minutes now, oh. so um, right. let's take a quickie break. I know All we right. usually don't take a break here. Let's take a quick break. We're going to come back with a couple of news articles, and then we'll get into some movies. All right. We interrupt this program to give you an important news bulletin. This is a special bulletin. All right. Man, I am just dropping everything over here right now. Everything is falling over. I'm having a massive problem with my mic just not being where I want it to be. My cable's falling all over the place. Uh, Let's see here. So, you've heard of... Let me get this out of my way here. You have heard of the franchise called Child's Play? I think so. Yeah, the... uh, the one with it's, the doll. Yeah, it's kind of a quick story about like you know like a guy um, runs into a toy store, yeah. uses voodoo, possesses a doll and stuff. Yep. Oh, they're coming out with a new one. Oh. Has nothing to do with that. Oh. So, let me scroll down here. So now what's happening is um, Chucky is going to be an AI robot. Yep. Called Ch- Buddy. Yeah, Child's Play Remake. MGM has released a teaser poster for the upcoming remake, which will be arriving in theaters next summer, June 21st, 2019. Variety has confirmed that Aubrey Plaza and Brian Trey... Brian Trey... Brian Trey... Am I saying that right? Looks like Tyree. Is it Tyree? Yeah. Tyree Henry... Uh, are headlining the new film under the helm of filmmaker Lars Klevberg. Tyler Burton Smith wrote the screenplay based on a 1988 film. In the remake, Plaza stars as a mother who gives her son Andy, portrayed by Gabriel Bateman, a toy doll for his birthday, unaware of its more sinister nature. The new version of the killer doll 
won't be a doll possessed by a serial killer, but will be a defective buddy doll whose programming code was hacked. Hold on. Yeah, buddy. B-U-D-D-I. So I actually probably shouldn't tell people this. My girlfriend can verify this when she comes home from the movies. I own an actual buddy doll. Now, before when I was a little little kid, uh, well, like my buddy, one of those, my buddy, my grandmother gave it to me before she passed away. I am now thirty five and refuse to get rid of it. Do you still have it? I still have it. Okay. Now I, it sat in the corner of my closet for the longest time, and finally, my old lady was like, "You need to like put this in a box, wrap it in a blanket, and then wrap that blanket in a blanket, and then wrap that blanket in a blanket, and then put it in a box." <laughs> like she's like, "This thing creeps me out. I don't." Well, want that's to hear what it. the Chucky doll was was molded after. It was meant yeah. to look like a. Remember those? Remember the now, song, man? It was like my buddy, my, my buddy, buddy, and me, wherever <laughs> yeah. I and go. Then the, and then he goes. It too. was uh, kid sister. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. So my grandmother <laughs> bought me one as a kid. I had it forever. I had. I've literally had that since like let's say nineteen eighty nine. I probably got it, and I still have it to this day. Yep. This doll does not look like that buddy doll. No, did you find, look for, uh, they just released another thing for this, so they had released this teaser poster, but if you do a search, they release another thing, like within the last week, I think, um, that showed, uh, you, you gotta find it. We interrupt this program, oh, no whoa. shit. What is going on? I the just hit a bunch was of that? Um, close All right. Go just go to the news, man. Just go to news up on the top there. News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go there. And then, uh, yeah, go to that one. There, 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 there. Screen yeah. wrap? Yeah. So they launched a oh, site yeah, yeah, to I promote this, it. Yeah. So you can go visit the site. So let's do that. Um, scroll down. And there's probably, it's like a, it's going to be a website. Where is it? It's probably going to be at the end of this piece of shit article. Um. So, you know, here's, here's the thing as we're looking for this yep. is that they're doing nothing to promote this other than using – they just constantly refer to the 1988 film. They, That's well, all they yeah. do. I mean they have to, right? Because it's it's like this interesting thing where it's coming out in a, in a summer, which is which is interesting. It's coming out June 21st. They're supposed to anyway. And uh, they're going to have to rely on – Fans, so there's this. They're gonna have to rely on. Fans. It looks like a My Buddy doll. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what that looks just like. My Buddy doll. He wants you for a best friend. June twenty first, two thousand nineteen, hitting stores nationwide. Hashtag your best buddy um, by Kazlan. So they built this site. It's called bestbuddy.com. B e s t b u d d i. And you can go on there, and it's it's a faux site where you can see a preview of the Buddy doll, which is the eye has like a little Wi-Fi symbol over it because this thing is supposed to be like a, you know, a yeah, because it's, it's it's hacked AI. Yeah. It's hacked AI, yeah. So it becomes self-aware and becomes violent and this and that. So there is no Charles Lee Ray, you know. But the thing that's interesting is the reason they keep talking about the original movie is. It's like, I feel like they're going to need fans of the original movie to go see it. I'm not convinced that people... Um, I don't think... That the public is going to run out and watch it. Now, I could be wrong, because Halloween was a massive fucking success. 
that was basically a reboot of a franchise. I haven't seen it, but it's, I know it's a sequel, but to the general public, it looks like a reboot. Um, so maybe with it and all this, I, I think that maybe the studios are trying to bank on these big titles to, you know, to it, big, big horror titles are kind of back again. They're kind of in vogue. That's why everyone's talking about Nightmare on Elm Street again and Friday the 13th again. So Child's Play, you know, maybe they are hopeful that they're going to beat some of the other franchises back to the theaters. But I'm guessing they're going to need fans to go and see it. I think they're going to need horror fans to see it. And this looks like <laughs> this just looks <sighs> this 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 is oh, shit. Let me get back to this. This literally is a my buddy doll. <clears throat> okay, I know, I know. Which that's what it was. That's exactly what it looks like. Like if I could dig, I'll, I but could probably dig mine out of play, a box. They were doing that. Like they were, they wanted it to look like the buddy doll. But. Now you they have. Said that. I mean, they've admitted. Imagine, that. imagine this, right? So you have a movie called Child's Play. Yeah. Imagine you have a movie called Night. Uh, let's say Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. Now you have a movie called Friday the Thirteenth, and Jason shows up. Yeah. And he's wearing overalls, a uh, pair of muck boots, <laughs> right? Um. Maybe just like some some black eyeliner or something, no, n- not a mask, and he's just out there <laughs> killing people. And they're like, uh, "Yeah, his name's not Jason, it's Bateman, right?" <laughs> but it's called Friday the Thirteenth. You know now, what I'm saying? Like you just literally. Do took... we know though? Like, do we? So here's what we don't know: is like the doll's gonna have a name, right? <laughs> do we know if they're gonna call the doll Charles? If they do, it'd be so stupid, man. I know. Do you think they'll do it, or do you think they'll just completely? Hold on. Let's find, let's go to IMDb and see. Let's see what it's listed as. Yeah, I mean, somebody's doing the voice of it, right? That's the other thing. Is it going to be? We don't know that much about it, right? I was going to say, is it going to be a? Um... It's going to have like the doll voice, like Chucky did, like the you know the. Yeah, that's going to sound like Surrey. Yeah, but is it going to have an alternate voice that it uses? Or it's not it... even on here. Did you just t- check Child's Play? Yeah. The, you got like a weird search result there. I don't know what you did. Jump to titles. I don't know what. Dude, that's weird. Oh, take out, put a little apostrophe before the S. Oh, there it is. Child's Play. Oh, there it is. There it is. Let's see here. Let's see what's listed. <clears throat> Again, it's showing you stuff from... <laughs> so from... it's not even a good guy doll. So No, it's not. It's a buddy doll. Yeah. Uh, so they've already fucked up. Where the Where is the... Well, they uh... have a picture of the doll, too, and it looks weird. So let's see what it says. Andy Barclay is in it, dude. Well, yeah, it's the same, it's the same characters, man. Mike Norris, that's the same name for the detective. Um, Karen is the same name. So, like, the names of the characters are the same. I don't see... I don't see Chucky at all. Homeless Man again. It's Like this, the, if you look at this cast, it looks like the exact same characters. They added a few here, but you've got... Can- even the names, I think, like... And Homeless Man, like, so she's probably going to be sold a uh, a doll, a buddy doll by the homeless guy outside the apartment. So it's probably the same. Box. Nobody plays buddy, so I wonder if it's literally just going to be a... Uh... 
like a voice, like, like a, doll a voice, voice, like a computer. Uh, I'll computer bet it's generated the same voice. plot, though. I'll bet she buys a doll from a homeless guy in an alley. I don't know. I could be wrong, but that that looks like it. It's gonna look I at this. I got be... Don Mancini as a writing. Credit. Well, he's a writing credit because he created the yeah. characters. It's just so stupid. Stop putting people's names on it. But he he wants his name on it. Yeah, true. He does. That's how he gets paid, yeah. man. He's gonna get paid for this. Because he created Andy Barkley, he created Karen Barkley, and created Mike Norris. Yeah, dude, there is nothing on there. I think that this is going to be... I think this is going to be one of those ones where you could go, wow, that's actually a good movie, but because they called it Child's Play, you're going to hate it. Yeah. When they, If they just called it... It's kind of how... They, if they just called it Buddy, people would have been like, oh, it's a rip-off of Child's Play, but it's still good. It's kind of how I feel about that RoboCop remake. Exactly, yeah. Like, I don't think that's a bad movie. I, I've said it before. It's not a great movie, but I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's like a, a pretty solid action sci-fi robot type movie. But because they called it RoboCop, it automatically was just... People just hated it right out the gate. You See, know? I remember... Well, I think you're right. I think it's going to yeah. be similar to that. It's going to be like that. Yeah. Um. So they, they, they literally could have called this something else and, and still made money on it. People would have just been like, eh, it's a ripoff, but we're going to go see it. Horror is popular again, man, at least for um, now. So people are paying money to see it. God, does this look bad? It just looks bad. That bestbuddy.com does not look good. <laughs> I mean, like, literally, they could have made Teddy Ruxpin <laughs> and just had Teddy Ruxpin murdering people. Have what? you ever he- heard, like, the weird Teddy Ruxpin things where he tells you to not let people touch your private parts? No, I had one though when I was a kid. Apparently, and I then, don't remember. I had one too. And then, like later on in life, I remember um, it was just kind of sitting in my closet, and I took it out one day. My buddy's like, "What the fuck is this?" And I was like, "That's a Teddy Ruxpin doll." So we put bad. Let's we, Google it for a second. We searched Google Teddy Ruxpin Stranger Danger. Um, we searched my entire room. Yeah. And or uh, my entire house. Uh, I spelled Teddy wrong. And we found batteries for it. Did, did you still have the tapes? No, we no. didn't have the tapes, but I had the Wu Tang Clan enter the thirty six Stranger Danger. We put the Wu Tang Clan enter thirty six chambers in it. <laughs> oh yeah, because yeah. you could put anything you could put in it. Yeah, that's right. it. it was a tape player. And we literally listened yeah. to like fucking Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with with Teddy Ruxpin's <laughs> mouth going. It was weird, man. Um, so after his name, there type Stranger Danger. So I don't remember any of this, right? Because I had one too, but I don't remember what was on the tapes. And apparently, the tapes had like weird shit on it, like you know, don't let people touch your penis. It was one of those weird um, products where um, it came with a tape, but then if you wanted the other ones, you had to buy them. So literally everybody only right. had one tape. You got to find this one, though, where he tells, tells kids not to let people touch their privates. Um, go to the video search up on the top there. Somewhere up YouTube. Yeah, there. So... <laughs> terrifying uh, <laughs> world oh my god it looks creepy as shit like that is not the Teddy Ruxpin I remember what if I just uh, I bet we're not gonna be able to find it that shit's all over the internet so it's gotta be out there somewhere but there's one it's just incredibly creepy to hear Teddy Ruxpin um Teddy Ruxpin <sighs> how to animate your Teddy Ruxpin with a Casio keyboard about abuse let's see Unless it was a tape somebody made. It wasn't. It was real. It was a real tape? Um, yeah, I'm positive about that. But, yeah, it doesn't, I can't find it. Wow, anything. man, this is like crazy stuff. 
I don't know. Teddy Ruxpin was weird, bro. Wait, Teddy Ruxpin's back? When yeah. did that happen? Yeah, I know. They made a whole new one like, uh, Holy like a year shit, ago. Like a buddy doll. Yeah, it's weird. Dude, he's like the fucking buddy doll. Yeah, it's creepy. This one we just saw, well, they edited the eyes to be really blue, but Holy it's like, it looks like a demon. Crap. It looks like a real demon. All right, well, I can't find that. But anyway, like, they had tapes <laughs> Bootleg where, Furby toys. where, like, parents could buy tapes and it would warn kids about the dangers of, you know, hanging out with weird dudes. It's basically <laughs> what it was. Like, a little teddy bear, like... Don't let adults touch your private parts. You know, and like, could you imagine if you're like four years old and you're sitting with your Teddy Ruxpin and your mom's like, here, I got you a new tape. And Teddy's like, hey, we're friends, right? <laughs> like, that's the new one. Look at how creepy that looks. Yeah, man. Like, it looks so weird. I just remember him singing. Click on the commercial. It's only 31 seconds. Right there. Kid doesn't give a fuck. So did every kid have one? Because I had one, and I think that shit was expensive, right? Yeah, it wasn't cheap. It was not cheap. Like I think back, like how much my parents probably spent on a fucking talking teddy. Oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, when you think about it, think about how much like a cassette, like a portable cassette player was. Uh, yeah, you took to school. That's what you were buying. Shit was like forty five bucks or whatever. Yeah, you were literally buying that with a stuffed animal wrapped right. around it. Like, yeah, and they its weren't mouth cheap. Moved and its eyes blinked. <laughs> yeah, so it had to be expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. Well, the only. Do you have anything else? <laughs> No, that was it. I mean, there's not a whole lot in the horror world going on, but uh, you got some releases, right? Well, I figured let's. It's this is gonna be the last show of the year, so why don't we? Uh, we've done this before. I think it's been a while since we have, but why don't we talk about some of the stuff that's coming out next year, and uh, see if we can get kind of a, uh, see if we can get our thoughts on uh, on some of these movies, whether or not. We're oh my god, to YouTube! Them. So uh, this isn't any particular order. Uh, this is just this is a movie web, so it just basically takes all the movies with release dates and non-release dates, puts them together. So we've got it, Chapter Two, as of right now, September fifth, two thousand nineteen. Looking forward to that one. Yeah. Um, I'm ex. I, I have to expect that it's going to be a hit. That being said, um, it'll be interesting to see if the adults, because it's all about the adults, right? I got a funny story about it. Whether or not uh, the adults is going to be nearly as good as the kid's story was, because historically it hasn't been in it in the original movie or the book so i'm curious to see how they actually do it but but uh so my nephew uh he wanted to be uh pennywise he's mm. he's uh seven six years old okay. and he wanted to be pennywise for halloween so his mother got like a pennywise makeup kit yeah and you know comes a little instructional book on how to do the pennywise makeup and she gets him like the pennywise costume and stuff well, she ordered the makeup from one place and the costume oh, from shit. another, and the costume came in. It looked nothing like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it literally like, was so bad. It did look nothing like the picture, <clears throat> and it was too late to return it because it was like a few days before Halloween when it came in. It was lit- It was black. Like, the suit was – it looked like sort of, sort of like 
what Pennywise wears, but it was black with like red balls and stuff on it. When the picture was an actual picture of a kid wearing Pennywise. <laughs> so um, she does his makeup and she's following the book and like she like sends me a picture and I'm like, what the fuck is he supposed to be? And she's like, he's Pennywise. And I said, no, he ain't. I said in a black exploitation movie. <laughs> Right? It's like the uncorked version. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so she tells him that he's going to be a vampire version of Pennywise, right? <laughs> so that's what he's telling everybody all night long. He's like, I'm Pennywise. <laughs> I think I might have a picture somewhere. It was the most horrendous fucking thing I've ever seen. And uh, this poor kid, he's so excited. And, and uh, he loves, he loved it. He loves Pennywise. I don't know why she let him watch it. She's not a good parent. Yeah. Right? <laughs> So he comes in, and I, uh, I, you know, you know, you know what I do every year in Halloween. I'm just watching movies and stuff. Yeah. And I actually happen to have my Blu-ray of it sitting in front of my TV, <laughs> so I pick it up and I show it to him. And I'm like, and you know, and, you know, you know what the cover looks like? It's uh-huh. Frankie like facing a storm drain. Yeah. And uh, so I pick it up and I'm like, oh, that's you. And he goes, he's six years old, but the kid's a brew. He goes, no, I'm not Frankie. I didn't get my heart bent off. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's the first one he saw. I'm like, no, it's in the sewer. He's like, I'll kick its ass. I'm a vampire. <laughs> and then, right? And then, um, and then, like, I said something else. And because and, he said, he said it, right? And then I said something else. And I was like, so your it is a vampire? And he's like, he's like, no, Pennywise is a vampire. <laughs> he corrected me. <laughs> <laughs> the kid is six years old, dude. He's not it. He's yeah. fucking Pennywise. It's fucking hilarious. It was the best fucking Halloween ever, dude. It was great, and the kid looked like shit. Like <laughs> he looked like someone whooped his ass and like threw him in mud. <laughs> Uh, like, how was the makeup then? It didn't look good? Oh, my God. It was so bad. Like, my sister, you could tell, like, she put it on and fucked it up and then tried to wipe it off, but it all didn't come off. So it was just, like, layers and layers of makeup. <laughs> so it was, like, I was, like, did so I said to her, I was like, did you wipe us? She's like, do you know how hard this makeup is to get off? And we had to leave, so I just kept putting it on. So, like, eventually the black makeup around his eyes was, like, halfway down his cheek. Like, it was bad, man. Oh, that's awesome. It was terrible. Holy shit. Whew, all right. Uh, <clears throat> January 10th, we got the Hellboy reboot with uh, David Harbour, right? Yeah, I'm sort of excited about that. You think, yeah? yeah. I, I don't really have a... Um, any opinion on it, I guess. I, I'm not, like, a huge fan of the original movies that, that came out. I like Hellboy as a character. I, I really like the character, yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of the of, of that one with... Um, Ron Perlman, right? Ron Perlman, yeah. yeah. Um, he was he was actually a really good Hellboy. Like, him was, himself was good. He's, like, perfect casting for that. Yeah. He really... I don't blame him for that. I, it's just... I don't know what it is about those movies. They just I think it was just a bad, me. like producing bad editing there was something there i mean superhero movies hadn't quite i think spider-man was out at that time definitely was out at that time but like for the most part superhero movies weren't like what they are now you know what i mean so they weren't like these big event movies like they are now but the fact that it's coming out on january 10th though that's where like studios dump movies 
that they expect to to bomb. So. Yeah, well, you figure. I don't know what studios making Hellboy, but you figure anybody who's going to be doing a superhero movie, yep. that's going to be their summer blockbuster. They're not putting that up against that. I know. So, yeah, I know. They can they they cannot dump that in in, in uh, spring and summer. There's no way. May thirty first, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Um. Yeah. Uh, they just came out with Godzilla two, the the animated one. Mm-hmm. Those are actually really good. I haven't seen those. Uh, they're really good. They're on but, Netflix, right? Yeah, they're both on Netflix. Yeah, yeah I, I think they're both on Netflix those. now. Um, I should watch those. But I enjoyed the first one. Yep. Uh, the the the, the first uh, like the Godzilla movie. The like, God, yeah, the yeah. movie. Um, <clears throat> I actually liked the Japanese one. And the yep. American one was pretty good. I really liked that. I know people shitted on it. They were like, oh, he wasn't in it enough. But shut up. Godzilla's right. like not in a lot of it, Godzilla movies. We've talked about this before. Um, and he's, yeah. That, and I really enjoyed the first one. It's a thing that Godzilla doesn't fucking show up forever in these movies. That's, yeah. It's yeah. just a bunch of Japanese people screaming at the yeah, sky. Yeah, running around. It's running around. You're right. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm, I am looking forward to that one. I hope it's good. Because it's, uh, is it Ghidorah that's in it? I think most of them are in it. Uh, it's remember the one that we reviewed a long time ago from the nineties. Is it that one? Uh, yeah, the King yeah. of Monsters. So it's, it's basically that, right? a rehash. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, the Pet Cemetery reboot comes out on April fifth. I don't know how I feel about that yet. <sighs> I really love Pet Cemetery. Yeah. God, they just got to stop. Stop rebooting things. Stop. Uh, studios. Well, they have to. You got to stop. Well, you know they're doing this one because of it. I mean, that's why they they do it. Because like, okay, but it wasn't a movie. No, yeah, it was a TV. It was thingy. a made-for-TV piece of piece crap, of crap. Yeah. right? You have a film yeah. that is great on its own. If you want to cash in on the name, do something different. Don't yeah. Don't just take the original source material and then redo it. I mean, just that's stop. what I think they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is gonna. It is weird. Yeah, because I I always I. I'm a fan of the first movie. I I think it's flawed, but it's interesting because like the things that really work in the first in the original movie like really work. Like I like the Gage, the way they handle Gage in that, the little boy. Yeah. Um, I really like Judd in that movie, even though he's kind of like a you know plays it a little and, over the top. But I actually I really like Fred Gwynn as as Judd in that movie. I think. I think the daughter's really annoying in it. But... Me personally, I shit on a lot of these movies prematurely. I prematurely yeah, right. uh, splooge all over these things because like most the, of uh... them are shit. Now, I have not seen Suspiria. I wanted to go see it, yeah. but the closest one else was Plainville, and I was not driving no. that far. Um, but I don't know about that one, man. People loved it. But it's over two hours long, and yeah. it's like an art film. Oh. I don't know, man. Um People seem to really. I like know it. people really love it. Now I don't so, know if those people were, who never seen the original Suspiria. I talked to people who have seen the original and really liked this one. Okay. So I, I now you see, I'm always mixed. Like I like Suspiria. I think it's a great film. But I was love a, that movie. There was a point, especially I, I think in the like maybe in the beginning of this podcast. Um, there was a Roku channel that I watched a lot, yeah, and they so played Suspiria all well, we the time. We reviewed it for the show, and I think you told that when we reviewed it. Yeah, so for me, Suspiria is a great film. I don't want to watch Suspiria for a very long time, <laughs> right. but I will try to watch the new one. But I, yeah, I premature splooge all over these movies because I know they're going to be <laughs> shit. I know they're going to be shit. Yeah, I. We I also really him. like John Lithgow, who they cast as Judd in this. I like, you know, I do like him. 
I don't I don't really know what to think about it. Like um I want I actually I want it to be good mainly because I want good horror movies to come out and I want them to be successful because that means we get more horror, you know what I mean? Like we went through a period of time over the last few years it seemed like where Come out with Pet Cemetery 3. Yeah, dude, but that second one was shit, man. The third one will probably be shit, too, because they're rebooting it. <laughs> but you can cash in on the name and do your own thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you could. Well, we'll see, I guess. But I'm I'm not writing it off, but I don't have high hopes either. I guess I'm somewhere in, yeah. I'm somewhere in between. Uh, February 14th, half, Happy Death Day to You. So the sequel to Happy uh, yeah. Death Day. I Did you even, see that one? No, I didn't. Me either. It's still in the theaters, I think, ain't it? No, it's been, it's on video. Oh, is but, it? Uh, the poster's still really up at the movie like theater it. down here. Oh, is it? Yeah. No. That might be the the poster for the new one. Oh, could be. That's coming out in two months. Yeah. Um, People really like that one, though. It's I think that was a Bloomhouse movie. Bloomhouse has been putting out a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, I do want to watch that. It's on my list to watch. Um, Three from Hell mm. comes out at the end of the year, the um the third Devil's Rejects movie. <laughs> Rob Zombie. So I guess we're just going to find out if Rob Zombie can redeem himself. Um, well, it's 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 his own shit, so um, right. It's not like he, you know. And I like I like <laughs> the Devil's Rejects. I love I love the Devil's Rejects. It's great. Um, I really liked uh, uh, Witches of Salem. Yeah. I really like House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Um, it's probably my least favorite of his originals. Yeah. But well, if thirty one is garbage. Oh, thirty one's terrible. Yeah, that movie's real bad. That's worse than any any of his. That's worse than maybe even the Halloween movies. Uh, it, that one was so bad. Um, so this is like his chance to redeem himself, to show that like, yeah, go back to the well. Go back to the thing that worked the best for you, which is the characters, your original characters. Like the first thing you did, the House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Yeah. You know, that, see if he can do it again. It's, I mean, it's a prison movie, I think, or at least some of it is. It takes place in prison because they're all in prison. Yeah. You know, the thing that obviously I'm like, eh, is how much of Sherry Moon's going to be in it? Because I, I don't even, I don't like her in those movies. I like those movies, but I find her to be really annoying in Devil's Rejects. She's annoying and she can't act. Exactly. Devil's Rejects is good <laughs> because of everybody else in that movie is good. She's not good no. in it. Um. Apparently, we're getting Zombieland 2 this year in October. Yeah. That's, like, actually yeah. has a release date. It's going to be... I really like Zombieland, <coughs> yeah, actually. The original cast. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'd heard about it. I guess I didn't realize it was actually, like, happening. Like, happening, happening. Yeah, no. It actually went pretty quick. It was, like, uh, they announced that the script was done. And then the next thing I heard, like, they, they were like, oh, we have a screenplay for it. And the next thing I know, they were like, oh, we're scouting location. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, that's moving really fast. It's apparently going to be in October. And yeah. I actually, I really like that first movie. It'll be interesting to see if uh, if it's as good. Like, Woody Harrelson is so good in that first Zombieland movie. He's He he makes that movie. Uh, Eisenberg is like, eh, like he always is. Yeah, he's the same in everything. Yeah, but Woody Harrelson is so awesome in that movie. I, I just hope that they can, like, kind of recapture that. Apparently in uh, August, you get the New Mutants. Do you know anything about that superhero movie? I don't know. Anything yeah, about yeah. Um, it, it, wait, who's doing that one? Who owns that property? Does it say? It doesn't say. Is that? It's not Sony, right? I mean, you might be able to find out, but hang on. <laughs> I think it, it might be Sony. Is... 
New Mutants is a standalone spinoff that expands X-Men. Yeah, uh, it doesn't say the studio. I, yeah, I, I believe it's Sony that owns that. So it's probably going to be a big pile of dog shit. Yeah. <clears throat> which is sucks because I do like the New Mutants comics. I like the cartoons, the the anime series and stuff. Right. Um, yeah, it's just basically a spinoff of X-Men. Right. It, but... It's not. It's not like a copy of X Men. It's they're their own entity. Yeah. Um. In March, we're getting World War Z Part Two. Fuck that. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I got like Is half. Brad Pitt back. I don't know, Let's but it took me four tries to watch the first one. Brad then, Pitt's in it, apparently. And then I realized that I was supposed to watch another copy that had blood in it. Or some shit. Like, I watched... Yeah. I, it was bad, dude. Like, And they were like, oh, no, you should have watched this one. I'm like, you, you should have told wa- me that yeah. when I fucking the started. The R-rated cut or something, right? Yeah. Oh, it was bad. The funny thing is that book is so cool. Like, I read the book, and the book is just... It's so good. And Listen, then that movie doesn't capture anything about that book. I loved just, oh. Maverick. Okay. Who? Like, when I was little... I wanted to be Maverick. Who the fuck's Maverick? From Top Gun. <laughs> right? <clears throat> All right, yeah. Right? I was just like, I want to be as cool as that guy. I want to fly yeah. airplanes. I want aviators. Right. Name me one other Brad, Brad Pitt. Holy shit. Name uh, one other uh, Tom Cruise movie that's good. Um, One that was good? Yeah. You know, I kind of like Mission Impossible. You kind of like it. <laughs> you like you like the idea of Mission <laughs> You like the idea of Mission Impossible? You like the story? You like you're like, "Oh, that that would be really dope." Tom Cruise is a terrible actor, bro. <laughs> Tom Cruise is bad. He is like bad. he's bad in he Did you bad. see the Mummy movie? No. Oh my god, I was like, "Where's the I, rock?" I, I like, "Where is Dwayne Johnson?" I'm like, someone's got to save it. this shit. <laughs> I'm not there's no way I'm watching that movie. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Like he is Terrible in everything. But Tom Cruise isn't in World War Z. Brad Pitt is. All right, so I'm shit. <laughs> all right, I thought, yeah. So I'm shitting all over the wrong dude. Brad Brad Pitt's good. I like Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, Brad Pitt's been in some good movies. Yeah, no, I just Dude was in seven. All right, so I just showed up Twelve Tom Monkeys. Cruise for no reason. I still hate Tom Cruise. <laughs> it's so funny. But, uh, yeah, I'm no. trying to figure out where you're going, and I'm like, he thinks fucking Tom Cruise was in it. <laughs> so, um, wait. <laughs> then that's not the one I was thinking of. I think it is, though. Is it the one? World? Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think you're thinking of the right movie. You're just assuming that since it sucked that Tom Cruise was in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the one that I watched had no blood or anything in it. It doesn't, yeah. It was all like PG-13. It is. <laughs> and then somebody was like, oh, you watched the wrong copy, and I'm like, fuck you. This, <laughs> like, all right, fuck Tom Cruise. Um, We're getting a Spawn movie this year. But yeah, I, man. Yeah. yeah. You're looking forward to that? I, I really hope we'll it's see. good. No, I mean the other spawns aren't great. They aren't, and like they're watchable, but they're not great. Yeah, spawn yeah. like is such a cool idea, right? And they like if they can pull it off and give us a really good movie, that would just it'd be awesome. Because spawn would be good if they can start intertwining spawn into more other properties. Yeah, the problem yeah. is all of, with all of those intellectual properties. Oh, I know, is yeah. they're owned by so they're many a mess. people. Yeah, they're a mess. Um, and spawn by himself. Great character, but if you can get Spawn to like get into like something else, it would be great. It would be cool. But the movie needs to be successful first, so people need to see it. And and like that first Spawn movie, I saw it when it opened. Me and my friend went. It was like, I mean, I was in my early teens. 
Yeah, like yeah. where did what right. happened to Blade? That, like, but that those first two Blade movies are good. They're good. They were success. Uh, yeah, they did well. Yeah, yeah, they did really well. You're and right. then you never They've saw Blade again. They talked about bringing him back though. Yeah, They've no. Well, they talked about, about bringing a movie back, but how come they haven't brought that character into any other property before? I don't know. Like, yeah, it needs a great. Character, these studios right? just need to get together and be like, listen, we can make a shit ton of money. We just got to work together. Yeah, you're right. The I problem is, I don't want to work together right now. I wonder who owns it. I don't. I don't. Uh, I think that's a Sony. It might be. Yeah. Um, Annabelle three. Man, I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm going the day Annabelle gets in the theaters. I will be there. I'm gonna camp out the night before, like I'm waiting for an iPhone. I saw that first movie and it was such a piece of shit that like, and people say the second one's better, but I I can't bring myself to watch it because that first one was so bad. Yeah, no, the the third one it's uh, it's called Buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's um, funny actually you say that because this one apparently is coming out like two weeks after Child's Play. Yeah, they're not good, man. Like the uh, oh, what people was it? keep going to see these Annabelle movies, man. They they're people. Really... What the hell was the movie that started it? The Conjuring. The Conjuring, which I like. The, the Conjuring. Conjuring came out. I thought it was okay. Yeah. I, I'm not. I, I like The Conjuring. Those stupid I ghost don't things. They think just... we needed an Annabelle spinoff though. I mean, I just don't think that the we funny thing that. is, is I think it's on. Um, let me see if I can find it while you're entertaining the uh, people listening. What the fuck? Man? There is a movie called Annabelle that's out right now. It's a doll. I think it's on. Sh- it's an unshutter. What? Yes, there's a movie called Annabelle. Like different from the one. Like yeah, the actual... it's not that one. Unshutter. <laughs> <laughs> um, might be There's one sure. out there called like it's called like Rachel or something, right? And it's like a ripoff. Dude, what, look at that picture down there that came up. That second one in. Did you see that? That creepy guy in black and white. <laughs> yeah, no, the other one. Like, Let me see. Dude, I think you're thinking of this uh, this other one because I saw it on like Netflix or something. I mean, let's check Netflix. It's yeah. it's somewhere. I literally just saw it the other day. It looks um, real bad, though. Yeah, but it's called, like, Annabelle. It might be better I don't than... Think it's called it Annabelle. might be Annabelle. <laughs> like, it might be better than Annabelle. It's, it's just called the doll, I think, but... No, it's called, like, Annabelle. I just, <laughs> if it's uh, called Annabelle, then it's Annabelle, man. There's, there's... Yeah, but it's spelled different. It's spelled weird. Oh, no, this isn't the right one. This is about some dudes that bang a hooker. Hang on, that's not uh, the right one. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> Um, I didn't know I had to log in. It's going to take a while. Here it is, the doll. And then it has a sequel. This on Netflix? super exciting. No, not yet. Hang on. I'm going to find it, though. Hold on. I don't know why it's wanting me to edit my profile. I don't need to edit the profile. So it's by this guy, Rocky Soraya. And I think it's called Sabrina. What is playing? <laughs> How do I stop it? I think... <laughs> How do I stop this? <laughs> Fuck you, Netflix. It's Netflix. You can't. They just play. No, I'm telling type you. in Sabrina. Like, you might get oh, that man. other Sabrina. But type in Sabrina. Oh, let me see. I think it's on here. Type in Sabrina, man. I'm telling you. You just got to trust me on this. Oh, my God. I know I saw it. It was spelled all weird. Was it in our email? Type in Sabrina. It might be in our email, actually. Type in Sabrina. You just got to... You got to... You gotta go with me on this one, right there. No, that's not it. 
Do you Telling see you it on the left? It. Yeah, this one right here. Yeah. Um, let me pull my phone up. Let me. Why don't you sing him a song or something? Why I try to find us. Sing him a Christmas carol, like "Baby, It's Cold Outside." <laughs> Not allowed to sing that anymore. Um, yeah, I know. SJWs and the feminist man. My buddy. <laughs> my buddy. Um, was it in wherever I go? He goes, my buddy. My buddy. Here. Kid sister, kid sister. I'm going to find this like way after the pod and I'm going to send it to you. I know I saw it. It was Annabelle. It was about a doll, but it was spelled differently. I mean, that's pretty ballsy to do that. It looks terrible. Yeah, it's not our email either. Where did I see it? Uh, there you go. <laughs> Kid sister. I don't know where I saw it. It's like an under. It's uh, under. It's like an underground film. It's like a, a indie film. Well, and it's called. I'm swear it's called Annabelle, and I can't find it. It's just not. I'm just coming up with the actual Annabelle. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Um, we're getting. Let's see. Are we getting? We're getting another Grudge movie apparently this year. Rebooting the Grudge again. Again. And that's what that's, it looks like. Is Holly Berry in it? <laughs> I don't know. This site says that they're they're doing an American War for London movie, which I um, I've heard about, but that's unlikely that'll come out this year. Remember that movie Bone Jangles that we watched? Yeah. Apparently they're making Bone Jangles too, Bride of Bone Jangles. So maybe we'll get a uh a uh, you know, a screener for that. Um the Child's Play remake, of course, we already talked about that. This Creep 3. I haven't seen those Creep movies, but people seem to really like them. Um I have heard about this, a Firestarter reboot, but unlikely that'll be out this year. Uh, see, there's much more. I'm almost through them all. Let's see. I'm kind of scrolling through some of these. Leprechaun Returns. Mm-hmm. All right. So we've, that's a sci-fi, that. sci-fi original. Now, here's what I'm gonna say. I think there'll be sharks in it. Did you watch the trailer? Yeah. Francis is back. Francis, <laughs> Pee Wee Herman, Francis. So in the original Leprechaun, yeah. he plays a mentally retarded man. He's back as the same guy, a mentally retarded man. And um, so this is an actual sequel to the first Leprechaun movie, which I didn't realize until I saw the trailer. The downside here is that they didn't bring back fucking Warwick. Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah they, she wasn't coming back. <laughs> but, uh, they well, I mean, bring, what is she doing now? They didn't she bring got back uh, Warwick Davis to yeah, play I the Leprechaun. That, yeah. But, you know, I, he even looks different. He even looks different, yeah, but he's kind of trying to do the same thing. Since it's going to be on sci-fi, I mean, I'm probably going to watch it because I'm kind of curious about it. I've yeah. always, I always, I kind of like those Leprechaun movies. Like, I had us review two of them. Remember, they sucked. Oh, I mean, I've, I mean we've seen them all. But um, uh, I kind of like them because they're just so dumb and I don't, I don't know. We'll is see. there more than one Leprechaun in this one? 
No, it's just one leprechaun. So what it is is it's a similar story. It's like a bunch of college kids buy that house and turn it into like a frat house or a sorority house. And then the leprechaun comes back, I'm guessing, because somebody steals his gold and, uh, you know, terrorizes all the frat, those college kids in the house. It kind of looks like a fun movie. So Do you think we'll get a uh, weed-smoking bong kill? No. No? No. Well, we do get Francis from Pee Wee, so... Um, Moose Jaws. Just wanted to remind remind you that that's coming. Oh yeah, yeah that that uh, um, Kevin Smith film. Mm, yeah, that's gonna have his daughter in it. Yeah, yes. Uh, just reminding you that that's on its way. In case everybody wanted to put that on their calendar, um, I'm sure you the you'll probably be able to watch it on like YouTube streaming or something because uh, no studio is gonna put that out. Nope, won't be in theaters either. Um. And there's a bunch of like shit listed on here that there's no way it's it's actually ever gonna happen, like the fly. Um, <coughs> uh, what else was on here? Like a bunch of just weird shit. But I mean, it will happen maybe, but it's not happening this year. Untitled Universal Monster Project. I'm pretty sure the Universal reboot is dead completely, and Tom Cruise killed it. Yeah, um, Tom Cruise killed it with the mummy. He did. Yeah. So that's it. That's all I got here. But it'll be. I mean. So here's what here's what I here's what I'm gonna predict. Well, I'm not gonna predict. I'm gonna say here's what here's what could happen. We have like a lot of like I, I sort of mentioned like horror's kind of back, right? Halloween made a lot of money. Um, it made a lot of money. Get Out made a lot of money. A Quiet Place made a lot of money. They're coming so, out with another one of those too. I know these movies are making a hundred million dollars plus, and their budgets are under ten. Studios are making a ton of money on horror movies. <laughs> so what's going to happen is we're going to see more of them. Like we talked about, it's Pet Cemetery. You're going to see Child's Play. You're going to see, um, we're, we're potentially going to see another Nightmare on Elm Street, another Friday 13th. That's all hinges on, I think this year is going to be a big deal. So if all these little remakes and reboots continue to make a lot of money, if they're all making hundreds of millions of dollars, we're going to start to see franchises come back. That's my prediction. Now, this year, if this shit bombs, if Pet Cemetery bombs, if uh, if Child's Play bombs... Now, It Chapter 2 is going to do good, but I don't think that's going to be a decision maker for studios because they expect it to do good. But I think if some of these other sort of reboots and these, these horror movies that are more well-known start to hit, I think you're going to start to see more franchise reboots come back in the next few years. It's my prediction. I think it's going to happen. Yeah. Everyone's going to see gonna, money. Yeah. We've already been seeing see kind of a flood of them. Right. But it's been it's been interesting because it's been a lot of like these sort of movies you don't expect. So like a like a independent movie like Get Out or um even It, like they made It and I I mean that cost more than 10 million dollars whatever, but I don't think they expected it to make as much money as it did. And Halloween like even that one, I don't think they expected it to make over a hundred million dollars. Like that thing made so much money, no one expected it. It's it's crazy nowadays because it's it's a lot different. Um, well, it's not different; it's just a different way of doing things. So, when we were younger, I would go to the video store and I'd rent a movie, and then I would tell you, I'd be like, "Dude, you got to check this movie out." Yeah. Then you would go to the video store and rent it. Yeah. Then you had to. So by the time that place actually made money on that film was because hundreds and hundreds of people word of mouth told people about it. Nowadays, yeah. somebody goes and sees a movie that, hey, it's coming out. 
they spend a you know a couple of million dollars on advertisements online or whatever, yep. and then somebody goes to see it, and then it's immediately to their smartphone. This is awesome. Yeah, then that yeah, person yeah. retweets it. That person retweets it. Next thing you know, you have hit the masses. You have hit so many people within That's hours true. to go watch these things, and they make a ton of money whether they suck or not. Yeah. Um, where like back in the day, you could have a really good film. You could have the greatest film ever. It was going to be a while because you weren't spending a lot of money in advertisement. It, it did take time. Yeah. Uh, t- your your TV time was way too expensive for a lot of these lesser places to you know to pay to to advertise. You know, like nowadays, uh, everybody's got an advertisement in Super Bowl. They Back also, in the day, nobody really had that because they were so expensive. They also didn't have the big sort of megaplex theaters. Yeah, so that too. They had to like actual like a lot of the big movies always were going to be available right like the big releases <laughs> when the <clears throat> when the empire strikes back came out you were going to be able to see that it wasn't going to be a problem but if a sort of under the radar low budget horror movie came out that might yeah it might take a while because it's got to it's got to fight for screen presence and especially in smaller towns where you know you go to the city like you go to new york in the 70s and there's fucking theater after theater after theater you're going to be able to find whatever you want but like where we are, I'm sure there was a time where you had a single theater. It probably was the Gilson, right? Yeah. So that those these these movies had to fight for screen time. They had to tour these movies around and do that whole thing. Now, yeah, it's like you can go into a place. There's ten screens. Some of those movies are on two fucking screens. So oh, yeah, and some of them are in three D. Some of them are in two D. So uh, it is. It is a different it's weird. They I can s- make money faster, and they can spread the word faster. I still do it uh, very often, actually, and it's kind of weird. And I catch myself doing it, and I still don't try and stop myself. So sometimes on my way home from work, I'll come home the back way through the forest, and I will, because we live out in the middle of nowhere, I'll pull into the drive-in just to see what they're playing, right? I look at a little advertisement in the window. Sometimes on my way home, I pull into the movie theater, and I just drive around the building just to see what posters are hanging up, see what's playing. And sometimes I catch myself, and I'm like, why did I do this when I could just look on my phone? Yeah, man. Um, but I still find myself driving through, just seeing what's hanging up, and then I'll go, I'll come home and be like, hey, this is playing, this is playing, this is yeah. playing. And then I go look up showtimes online. But I still, back in the day, like, we couldn't, we you had to call. I remember calling. And people would I get, did have to call. They would yeah, get so mad. Like, yeah. you would call and be like, uh, what's showing, you know, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then they would tell you, and be like, what time? And then they'd give you, like, sitting there, there's like, is all you need, sir. Like <laughs> I do remember having yeah. the call, and I remember they used to have the. Um, They'd have it in the window. Yeah, but yeah. you could also call like when the theater at one point, and they would have like the automated recording of like the yeah. movies and the times. Yeah, but they were you had to always wait. So like, you had to wait through every movie. Yeah, you couldn't like sit like just press one for whatever. So you had to sit there and sit through like a ten minute fucking recording to get your time. Yeah, because they would be like, because <laughs> they would be like, all right, Annabelle playing at seven thirty. 9.30, yeah, right? Exactly. And then you would have to sit there, and then the very last movie you would want to see would be The Avengers, and it would be the very last one, and you're like... It would, like, fucking cut out. You'd be like, fuck! You would, you would sit there, and, you'd be, and then just as you hear Avengers, you perk up, and then, you're, and then you hear, like, 7.30, and you're like, fuck, what were the times before that? <laughs> you would have to literally hang up, call back, yeah. and listen to the whole thing again if you missed your time. I do remember having to do that. Yeah. Or you I mean, drive... you could look in the papers, too. Back then, you had to actually get a newspaper. Yeah, get a newspaper oh, or mm-hmm. um, drive down there. They would put it up in the window with all the show times. Yep. They would have that yellow paper. Um, man, times have changed. Man. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. But, I mean, even the, th- 
the the theater down by your house, um, sometimes they don't even have the posters for the. Like I've yeah. I've I've driven through there and looked at the posters that are there, and sometimes, like on their website, it'll say this movie's playing, and, and there's no poster for it. So I don't know what that deal is. But that they, place is owned by AMC now. Oh, is it? It's an AMC theater now. Yeah. Oh. They haven't really done much, but are they, they going to update it. it? I don't know. They bought it though. They definitely own it now. Yeah, because uh, the one here in town, they put in those stupid reclining chairs. Hey, that those I hate. chairs don't bother me, man. You oh hate them. Oh my god, I hate those chairs so much. They don't bother me at all. I feel like I'm in an airplane fighting for elbow room. <laughs> um, I'm taking my kids to the draft house in two weeks. <coughs> We're going to listen. see Elf. Oh my god! All right, so the Alamo Draft House. Mm-hmm. Right, you're, you're going to the Alamo Draft House. I'm taking my kids to see Elf. Oh, that movie Elves. you hate. No, Elf, the Will no. Ferrell movie. I would go watch that over than They're elves. having an elf movie party. You know a movie is shitty when I'd rather go watch a Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> over elves. Um, we're going Yonkers? Yeah. All right. So those seats, I actually like those seats. Yeah. Those seats. Are, and we've, we have spent days. Like literally. <laughs> and when I mean days, we've spent days. Yeah, if you add up all, if the, you add up all the times yeah. we've been there, you're talking mm-hmm. days in those chairs. Yeah. We're talking six, 12 movies in a row in those yeah. chairs. <laughs> This theater here has those reclining chairs. They're big. They're like, nope. you know, fucking reclining. They got stupid tables that <laughs> fold around and stuff. And then, but the, yet they st- you still got to fight for elbow room with the person next to you. If you don't know them, you're like, you know, you got to claim that spot. It's like, an, it's like you're in an airplane. You got to claim that armrest <laughs> to make sure they know that's your armrest. And if you get up to go to the bathroom, it's fair game for them to take it when you get back. But um, people... People, if you're listening and you do this, I'm talking about you. The movie theater is not your fucking living room, okay? Don't put the recliner up. Take your fucking shoes off. You're in a public place. You're in a movie theater. I agree. Stop. Stop. I I don't care if you're wearing sandals and you're like, I'm just going to pop my... No, leave your sandals on or don't wear sandals. Stop. Stop throwing your fucking trash next to me on the floor if that's the way you're treating a public place, I'd hate to see what your house looks like. Well, that's people have done that forever, though. Throwing trash on the floor. Listen, you the drop theater. a little popcorn or something no, like that. I've seen people just flat out. I've seen people literally floor. just take their boxes and just throw them on the floor, yeah. like down by my feet. And I, now I got to kick the I've box seen... over to their feet, and then they look at me like, "What the fuck was I've that seen... for, <laughs> motherfucker? That was your box. <laughs> you did that. All right, this isn't your house. You know what, man? At least the new chairs mean less people in the theater. True, yeah, it does do that. Because they have less seats now. Yeah. <laughs> At least it's less people. My God. No, it just seems like once those chairs went in, everybody was just like, oh, oh, this this is the same recliner I got in my house. Yeah. I can I, do what yeah. I do at home. I just, I think they're comfortable, so it doesn't really bother me. But I, I think the draft it. house has more comfortable seats. Oh, uh, oh and sure. another thing. Speaking of not your house, turn your fucking phone off. All right? Well, yeah, that should If I have to way. yell at one more person in a theater... To turn your screen. No. I don't care if you're on your phone. Dim your screen. All right. Just I don't. Dim think, it. I just think put your fucking phone away. I but just, I don't need to see. I don't need your, your light going. I don't yeah. need you nudging your you know your friend because you're 11 years old. You know. <laughs> I, oh my god, it's so scary. No, it's not. It's I a mean, goddamn doll that's possessed. I mean, okay, <laughs> calm down. All right. Um. Well, you know, that's why I like the draft house, because that shit's not a problem. There. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, I don't know how many times I've... And I'm not shy. You know me. Mm-hmm. I will flat out fucking tell you, turn your fucking phone off, or I'm going to... I will literally take your phone out of your hand and spike it on the ground. Yeah, I, like don't, I, just, um, I don't take my phone out 
during a movie at a Me theater, I won't I won't do it. But I don't know. I. I don't know. No, I just, People, I, just I put it on. Uh, I I don't even put it on vibrate. I put it on silent, so it doesn't do it. So I'm not even curious to want to know what's going on. Right. I put it on silent and I slide it in my pocket, and then I never look at it again. Yeah, until I mean I'm it's done. like maximum two hours, two and a half hours of your life. Just put it away. Yeah. There was a time where you you didn't have that. You know, there was a time where you went and you didn't have that. So it's not even like, oh, I need to have it in case there's an emergency. It's like there was a time where you didn't have it. And if there was an emergency, you know what I mean? Like, if there's an, here's the thing. So, if there's an emergency, someone someone knows where you are, most likely. Mm-hmm. If they can't get a hold of you, they're going to call the place where you are. You know, they're going to call the movie theater and say, Hey, is Mike, can you please look for Mike? He's watching this movie. There's an emergency at home, you know? Like, I don't know. He's not answering his phone. Could you please go and... They can come get you. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what I mean? for me, there's always would, a way. They would come in. They'd be like, oh, we're looking for Mike. And be like, yeah. Hey, you have a family emergency. Someone just called. And I would just be like, tell them I'll be there after I see if Captain America dies or not. <laughs> You'd be like, my All name's right. not Mike. It's Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> no, because one time we were there and there was these two che- There was a dude. There was a dude, a chick, and a check. Okay. Um and 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 it, it it does not happen often so when it does it really f- pisses me off. The dude gets up and leaves. Now I don't know if you I didn't see him because I always pick the seats as far back as I can. Yep. Um, I like to sit in what I call the shooter's blind spot. Um, yep. so this way here when he comes in I have a chance to fire back because he's <laughs> he's not he's not immediately going to turn that wall like I I have this paranoia that I need to see everybody coming in and out of the door and I don't like my back facing people. Okay. So I sit as far back as possible. And uh, a few rows down, there was uh, there was a dude. I don't know. They were probably 16, 17. I don't even know. Somewhere around there. Uh, uh, maybe 11, teen, I don't know. There was a dude, a chick, and a chick. Okay. The dude and the chick are kind of going back and forth. And the movie's only probably 15 minutes in, so I let it go. I'm like, all right, just the movie just started, you know, maybe 10 minutes in. Whatever. And they're, go- they're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then finally, I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna, I, 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 I tell the wife, I'm like, I'm gonna say something. And she's like, she's like, no, they'll, they'll stop, they'll stop. And it gets to the point where she's like, we're now we're like a half an hour in, and she's to the point where like, this is really, I'm gonna go say something. I said, no, no, I'll go say something. Don't worry about it. She's like, all right. And then <laughs> the dude gets up and leaves. Now I don't know if the dude, um, goes and sits somewhere else. He didn't come sit by us. I didn't see him anywhere else in the theater. He just disappeared. The girl is like, I don't know. She's crying. I don't. I, she's like sobbing. Her, the other chick is loud. Her phone's out. So I walk four rows down at this point. Like this is going <laughs> on for a while. Yeah. I walk down. I sit in the chair behind them and I lean forward and I go, I don't give a fuck about your boyfriend. I'm trying to watch a movie. Can you shut the fuck up, please? <laughs> I get up. I walk all the way back to the back of the theater while they're just staring at me. And then they both got up. I actually walked separate directions. Like one went left and one went right because they were kind of in the middle. And then they left the theater. It's fucking awesome. Like, I don't, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, you like, need, right, get out of the theater. I just paid out. $12 for a goddamn ticket. Just fucking leave. I agree with you. <laughs> You're Holy like, your fucking shit. shoes are off. You're fucking being <laughs> <real> loud. <laughs> fucking theater's looking for you. Your, your fucking parents are dead in a car accident. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, God. Like, Holy I don't shit. give a fuck, dude. I will fucking, I will tell you off in a theater. I don't give a shit. Um, 
you just have a little more respect in a, in a theater, man. It's not even about you. It's about the 150 people that are around you. Who want to watch the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Imagine going to the Alamo Draft House, because like, we, we do those quite often, a couple yep. times a year. And they're always sold out. So you're what? You're talking 200 people, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably around there. So imagine if there was just two people constantly talking, constantly arguing. They'd be throwing out so fast. They would. And the thing is, like, a movie is a communal experience, right? So, like, you expect people to, like, laugh. You expect people to – you know what I mean? Like, that – you expect that. Like, you expect reaction and – but there's a difference between people reacting to a movie on screen and have – you know what I mean? And having that kind of – I don't want to call it a conversation, but – that experience of a movie with a group of people yeah. and being in your own private bullshit. Like, those are two different things. You, you know, like, you're at the draft house and, and there were lots of people who were, like, who would laugh or, like, have reactions or whatever it whatever it is. Like, and that that's all, that's okay, right? Like, people would, even, like, people, like, randomly clapping and shit. Like, yeah. but that's just, they're reacting to what's on the screen. So to me, it's like that's okay. But when people are not, when people are in that theater and the movie is secondary to whatever bullshit they're trying to do, you should you should leave. Yeah, and I the mean, draft. Yeah, the nice thing about a place like the draft house is they, they don't will, tolerate it. Th- yeah, they'll get rid of you. Yeah. Like you can write on a card like so and so is being an asshole, and they'll go. They usually warn them the first time, but like they'll they'll deal with it. Like like say all right. So the last time we went, we watched uh, six movies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Six movies. Yeah, it was six. Yeah. Um, in those six movies, other than the few minutes we had in between, you know, where, um, let's let's eliminate the ten minutes we have between movies. So we'll eliminate that part. Yeah. During all those six movies ourselves, we chat. We don't conversate. We, you know, we might lean in and say something, or you might point something out. Though it's different. You're talking a total of maybe ten minutes, yeah, and six movies, and it's different. It's just it's. And I'm sitting different. right next to you, where we could just literally carry on a conversation like we are right now, but yeah, we don't. But we don't. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just have a little more respect yeah, when you're in shit. a theater. Yeah, just fucking stop. You don't own the place. It's not your living room. You know, <laughs> just fucking stop. <laughs> Anything else you want to rant about? No, I just no. want twenty minutes about a movie theater. No, it's fine. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Grab a couple of cocktails, and then we're going to come back with Better Watch Out and Deadly Game. Deadly Game, Deadly a.k.a. Games. Game Over, a.k.a. Dial Code Santa Claus, a.k.a. 13.16 Pere something or other, Noel. <clears throat> yeah, that movie. <laughs> you are listening to the Midnight All right, we are back, and we're going to get into some Christmas movies here. So the first one we're going to do is... Dial Code Santa Claus. Dial Code Santa Claus? Dial Code Santa Claus. Deadly Games? Deadly Games. Game over. Dial Code Santa Claus. 3615 Code Pere Noel. And he did all that without looking at shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to play the trailer for that real quick. We actually found one in English. So we're going to play that one, and then we're going to get into it. Oh, my bad. Yeah, dude. Because it kept going off. I put it on mute. (laughs) 
so you oh. probably put the actual yeah there yeah you go. the laptops on mute so we're oh. gonna unmute the laptop all right so <laughs> 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 we're gonna right. play the trailer for deadly games he's nine years old his name is thomas he's a little genius he believes in father christmas his two favorite pastimes computers and superheroes December 24th midnight hidden under the dining room table Thomas waits for Father Christmas but what he does not know is that he is about to experience the most frightening night in his entire life Trailer's sick, man. That's what? This trailer's kind of sick. Yeah. Like, it looks... <laughs> this thing looks like... Incredible. Straight up... Yeah. <laughs> like a massive warrior, like, is about to happen. Yeah, exactly. Wanted Mr. Xmas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, and I got a, I got a, a, a synopsis here. This is synopsis is coming from the Alamo Draft House, who is actually uh, screening this near us this weekend. Um, so here it is. Uh, Thomas is a typical 1980s kid. He loves computers, role-playing games, and his dog. While mom is away at the office on Christmas Eve, Thomas and his grandfather are left home alone. Perfect timing for a disgruntled, perverted, bloodthirsty Santa Claus to raid the home down the chimney. The hell hath no fury like a mulleted ten-year-old with an arsenal of toys. Made a year before Home Alone, the French-made dial coat Santa Claus is almost the same plot, only filled with more style, bloodshed, and Rambo references. It's funny you say that because I was watching this, and the old lady came downstairs for maybe five minutes, and she goes, is this a ripoff of, um, of Home Alone? Of Home Alone? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, sort of. Yeah, except this was made first. Um, this was made first. So the people, the guy who made this movie almost sued the makers of Home Alone for plagiarism because he felt like they stole his idea. This movie came out like two or three years before Home Alone did. Yeah, it's very similar, it's but very it's not the same. Similar. No, there's so the similarities are you got this kid, Home Alone sort of like his his grandfather, his blind grandfather's there. And then this guy who's dressed as Santa Claus breaks into his house, and this kid eventually uh, sets up, like, a series of traps to try to, you know, stop him. But it's it's definitely not – like, I, I understand the comparison to Home Alone, the traps, the kid, the invader, the, the sort of um, home invader on Christmas Eve. Like, it's all there. But this movie stylistically is so much different. It's it's definitely more violent. Yeah, way more violent. Um, <sighs> it's it goes more for. All right, so one one of the the notes I have is, I kind of wrote mine in order. So 
Yeah, like, I mean, well, okay, yeah. so let's start at the beginning because the first thing I wrote down was the Eye of the Tiger ripoff. Uh, so before that, I wrote down, you know, the Strange Rambo montage. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the yeah. Strange Rambo so the montage, first yeah. note I have is glistening boy's body. Okay, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't write that down. I did. Is it creepy that I wrote that down? <laughs> I didn't write it down, but it, it occurred to me. And <laughs> so there's like basically to set the scene. It's sort of the the beginning. It starts with this kid, um, and he's clearly like into action movies, and he's dressing up like Rambo. And there's this song playing in the background, and it's it's definitely a ripoff of Eye of the Tiger. It's very similar, yeah. And uh, there is a weird shot of his body, very very oily, very up. oily, yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> A child of that age is not that. He's working out. He's doing push-ups. But a child of that age doesn't perspire that much, I don't think. No. So that means they probably coated him in something to make yeah. him look oily. But you know what? It was the same. They probably put Vaseline out. The same thing they used on the lens for Grandpa's eyesight. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't think there was anything. Like, it, it came off as weird to me at first, but... I didn't get anything else like that in the movie. Maybe No, that was the only time. That was the only if that had been throughout the movie, I would have been like, All right, like this is like wrong turn. Yeah, this territory. is just this is too weird. This is yeah. but that was strange, but at least I didn't do it again. I did write down that that kid's mullet was next level. Oh my god. Was that a good mullet? That was amazing. Like man. if I could grow like there's no way I could pull that off. But if I could pull it off, that's the mullet I want. <laughs> yeah, I know. And the other thing I wrote down this I didn't write this down until the very end, but it applies to the beginning of the movie. Who's Asian? The boy's Asian. The grandpa's not Asian. The mother's not Asian. We never get to see the father because he's the dead. Dad. They never say anything. You never see a picture of the father. No, they don't. You they... just have one random Asian boy <laughs> in this massive mansion with a bunch of white people. <laughs> I mean, I hadn't actually thought about that. It might... <laughs> Uh, his probably his dad is probably his dad's dead, right? Because doesn't he say his dad's in heaven or something? Yeah, supposedly. It's it must. I think what they do is they play on it. It's probably a spoiler. Alert. I think what they do is they play on it to make you think at some point that it might be the dad. That's Santa Claus, but it's it's not. Yeah, they don't. It, I could see them playing with that a little bit because but... the mother doesn't see the guy. That's playing Santa. I don't think really. Well, she fires him. She fires him, but she doesn't actually see his face. Yeah, I guess because he has the beard. Yeah, but yeah. Um, if they hinted at that, I don't think they ever go anywhere with it. It doesn't. Um, yeah. but it would have been. I guess it could have been interesting if they had done that. But I, I think his dad's his dad is actually dead. Yeah. So then we get the awesome um, Rambo montage. Yeah. This kid's strapping up toys and Dude, like, I, I love, I love oh this. My God. Whole, I love all this stuff. And then he's at the end of the hallway. There's a bunch of plants kind of placed down the hallway and right. he's ducking behind them yep. and there's music going. Yep. And, uh, and then it, the thing that I love is, um, <clears throat> he's got the face paint on. He jumps out of the house and he's scaling the wall. Right. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, he yeah. almost falls off yeah. the wall, but then the camera pans out and he's yeah. actually on the porch. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, like I like that stuff. Yeah, it's though, good because it, it's like that's like that's what kids do. Like when you were a kid, that's the kind of shit you did. I didn't do that. Yeah, but like you didn't do that. You never no. did that. Well, we didn't have giant mansions, but like no. you never, you never like went outside and played. 
No, I did. But I was always trying to chase the girls you down. Never, <laughs> when you're like eight years old, you're like, you're trying to get that poon. Yeah, and I dressed up like Rambo and scaled walls. <laughs> Covered yourself in Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think I, I can appreciate that at least, like, so here's the thing. I am going to do some comparisons to Home Alone, because how can you not do comparisons to Home Alone? And if you were to take this kid and compare him to Kevin McAllister, right, this kid is is just a lot cooler, I think, than Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. And, like, Kevin McAllister in Home Alone feels like, I don't know, he doesn't, this kid at least is playing in the way that, like, you'd expect, like, a kid who's, like, 19 years old to to play. He feels kind of like a kid. He's supposed to be smart. They set that up. But, like, Kevin McAllister always feels like he's, like, some 30-year-old kid. He's smarter than all the adults and all this. I never got that sense with this kid. Um, I think this kid's just cooler than Kevin McAllister. You know what I mean? I'm a fan of Home Alone, too, but I just, I... What do you think would happen if this kid broke out of that house, yep. right? Because Kevin McAllister actually leaves his house and goes to the store and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's going to never really leaves the house. Yeah. So you don't know how day. he does in the I mean, outside It's world. only the course of one day, this movie. If this kid was trying to run away from these killers, right? And this is just a hypothesis, right? So You're talking about the Home Alone guy. So there's, there's, no, there's no wrong answer for this. Okay. This kid, this Rambo kid, yeah. he gets away from his killers, right? Yeah. But what happens is he runs across the sh- street yeah. where Kevin McAllister lives, but he doesn't know that Kevin McAllister's house is being robbed. Yeah. So it's already booby-trapped. Yeah. Now it's this kid versus Kevin McAllister. Yeah. This kid only wants to be helped, but <laughs> Kevin McAllister wants to kill this kid. Who's going to win? This kid's going to win. You think so? Yeah. Before or after the splint? <sighs> the splint does make it difficult. I think this... Kevin McAllister never gets a splint. That's true, but Ke... <sighs> so it's this kid going in for help while Kevin McAllister here. Is okay, to here kill. I have a note here that su- that is going to sum this up a little bit as to why I think that this kid wins. Okay, and at one point I said, so I'm gonna cu- I'm gonna jump ahead of this movie a little bit. Okay, I'm gonna jump to the point where the guy actually comes into the house for the first time because on a chimney. I said, my note says, holy fuck, Santa killed the dog. Okay? Oh, yeah. And then I say, imagine if Marv from Home Alone, you know, like Daniel Stern, straight up shanked a dog. Right? Imagine you're watching Home Alone, right? And Kevin McAllister sees Marv shank his dog. Kevin McAllister is not going to fucking, he's not surviving that night. He's not. He's dead. Like, he's just not. Like, if he has to... Basically, what my point is that if Kevin McAllister is up against this dude, he loses. There's no way he wins because this guy's too smart. Like, Kevin McAllister doesn't win against smart people. He wins against morons. Like, this kid... This kid isn't... This kid is smarter than Kevin McAllister. 100% smarter. Like, they actually they actually set that up. I got some notes that proves he's not that smart. <sighs> but... Okay. If you're putting, you're, so are you going one on one or film the film? Because I'm going to film the film. Okay, film the film. Kevin McAllister wins because this kid's got no backup because Grandpa can't do shit. Yeah, Kevin McAllister has to do with the shovel. He t- <laughs> all right. So eventually, Kevin McAllister is going to have help, whether he realizes it or not. This shovel dude is going to come in and knock this Rambo yeah, kid but out. Kevin McAllister and the shovel dude don't have a fucking gun. 
And this kid shoots that dude with a fucking gun. Yeah, but he gets the gun later. And he has Grandpa, who later shoots the dude with a gun. Y- yeah, but he doesn't have the gun right away. He gets the gun no, right later. No, but he also doesn't have Shovel Dude till the end. True. True, but Shovel Dude can block the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> he's like fucking... He's got the shovel. <laughs> it's like a lightsaber and shit. Like, <laughs> he's just dodging bullets. I, uh, I don't know, man. I don't think Kevin McAllister is tough. I think Kevin McAllister was just smarter than a couple of idiots. That's what I think happened. I don't think Kevin yeah. McAllister had it in him to shoot. Somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was just up against two bumbling uh, burglars. Yeah, I don't think he yeah. had the balls to shoot somebody. This no, kid but he had the that. smarts to, like, put up a cardboard cutout on a trail thing and move it back and forth. But, again, the only reason it works because these dudes were idiots. Because, like, when yeah. you – I just watched Home Alone. And, like, when you watch – It's a good movie. You wa- it is. When you yeah. watch that scene, though, you're like – Nobody's going to fall for that. Nobody's falling for that. Nobody is falling for that. And like, but those guys did, you know, because they're like, oh yeah, we'll just come back tomorrow when the, you know, like, mm, I don't know, man, that dude, like the Santa Claus dude, he's not afraid of the spider. You know, Marv screams like a girl. I, like yeah, but Marv gets burned in the face with an iron. He, he does. This dude gets shot in the neck with a burning arrow, and then he fucking gets what they they blew him up with whatever this kid put all over the dirt. I don't know what it was. Oh, it was it was a uh, powder from the firecrackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he does. You know it, that guy so, deals with his own. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll go through this. So then I have. Um... The kid can't see over the steering wheel, but peels out like a badass. Yeah, that shit's funny. <laughs> right, so the kid fixes the car. <laughs> the kid's like four foot one, fixes the car, puts Grandpa in it, and then peels out like he's mm-hmm. fucking Ken Block, right? <laughs> um, then I, and then uh, something we've kind of talked about. I got creepy, creepy Santa. I want to say this: that this guy, I, I do want to talk about this guy real quick. I do think that he is one of the creepier Santas. That I've probably even seen. after he uses the face paint stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think he's one of the creepier Santas that we've because like we've I've yeah. watched a lot of like creepy killer Santa movies. This this guy is like if he had his own horror movie, like just him, like he's pretty fucking weird. Like also like the way he talks to the kids and like watches the kids play and shit. He's yeah, fucking weird. Yeah, because I wrote down uh, and this is him. Uh, before we realize he's the killer, creepy Santa petting kids' faces. Yeah, exactly. Like, like he's so also weird. chatting to that kid yeah. through like some fucking right. Like that's what he was. All I could think of was uh, like today, like some kid on Facebook chatting with somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm Santa Claus," you know, and it's some dude with his pants off in his basement. So here's the thing that happens. So this guy, wor- uh, Rambo's mother, puts on <laughs> a party like in the town. She's like the CEO of some toy company. Yeah, some toy company, and they hire this guy to be Santa Claus, Mm -hmm. and then he gets caught, like, pervertedly petting, like, an eight-year-old girl's face. Yeah, but then he, well, he slaps her. Oh, yeah, he does hit her, yeah. She pulls his beard off, and he gets pissed off and smacks her in the face. Then he, she fires him, tells him to leave. Yes. Now, he's the one that goes into the house. How does he know where she lives and what his kid's name is? How does who know? Santa Claus. He knows where that lady lives, so he goes there because she fired him. Well, no, he sneaks into the van. So what happens is she she tells her staff to take all these presents to her son. 
and to deliver them as Santa Claus. This guy sneaks into the back of the van. Okay. And so he knows that they're going yeah. there because he overhears them saying, you need to bring the presents to the boss's kid. So he knows that he that this that this van is going to go to her house. And he also knows that her son is there. Cause but the overhears- van's there the whole time. Where? Where? Outside the house. No, it's well. It leaves from the from the factory or whatever with all the presents in it. Yeah, yeah, but it stays outside the mansion. Yeah, but what happened is he killed. They don't show it, but he actually killed the two people at the gate outside. So what he does is he kills the guy driving the van. So that guy goes in like he, you know, gets out of whatever, and then he f- kills him. He goes up to the gatekeepers, those two people, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, what a great mm-hmm. idea! They sent Santa." He actually kills them. They just don't show it. And then he just walks in. He leaves the van outside and he walks inside. They just, they're not very clear about it, but that's actually what happens. So he sneaks into the van. The, they drive to the house. He doesn't, nobody knows he's there. He kills the driver, gets out, kills the two people guarding the house outside, and then goes inside. And that's when he goes down the chimney. Now, there are some really cool stuff in here. Um, secret room through armoire and refrigerator. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Into some massive room. <laughs> like, this room, it literally looks like the cave in the Goonies. It is like, cool. It is huge. It's like a big, br- like a long bridge, a bridge in the middle, and then it's just filled with... Like a pirate ship. Yeah. <laughs> There's, like, toys everywhere. The weird he- thing to me was that how he said, like, his mother didn't know about it. Only dad knew about Only it. Only dad knew about it. It was dad's it. toys. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, his dad's toys. But the one thing that didn't make sense about that is, like, that refrigerator... Like, at some point, she had to have opened that refrigerator. And, like, when you open the refrigerator, it's just, like, there's the entrance to the secret room, it looked yeah. like. There's, like, no panel, no nothing. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like, you know what I mean? I thought there there would have been some kind of, like, hidden wall. There wasn't. But I agree. I actually like that there's, like, this big hidden room and that this, I don't know, this kid can, like, travel back and forth between the areas of the house via this long hidden hallway. Like, I liked all that stuff. Um, what about the, 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 the car slow-mo with all the up close of the faces and then, uh, the sledgehammer, um, wait, wait, is that what I wrote? I don't even remember this. I wrote car slow-mo up, up close face shots, music slash sledgehammer. All right, we're going to skip that because I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Dude, you just watched it like eight hours ago. I know. I just literally watched it. <clears throat> the only car thing I you know, think of is when the mother crashed or whatever. One thing know? I do want to bring up is um, uh, there's a there's a there really is a forgotten art form and 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 movies. Okay. All right, this entire mansion is a model. It is a model, and yeah. they just they pan the camera around yeah. the yeah. model. It is fucking fantastic, It's pretty dude. cool. It is cool, yeah. With, with, with CGI nowadays, everything's CGI. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. But this this is just literally a forgotten art form. It's 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 a massive mansion. You can see the lights on inside. Yep. Uh, at one point when he's hanging off the roof, it's kind of a weird yeah. shadowy figure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But to me, that people just forgot. How to, like how to do this? Now everything's computerized, and I love this man. This is yeah, really it good. makes it, it like I agree. Like obviously, you could tell when it was a model and when it wasn't. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely. But but it at least gives it some sense of being in reality of being a physical thing. 
Uh, I totally appreciated it because, and especially like it, for when this was made, like, so he, or let's consider like probably what it was made for. I doubt it had a huge budget and look into that, but like a movie today with its low budget would try to do that with CGI and it would look like complete garbage. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would, it would look like yeah. shit, but you'd rather sell it with like a small model like this that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it actually is kind of cool. Yeah, like, even even the point where he's... Um, I didn't write anything about that, but I agree with you. It, I, when it, he's trying to get out of... Uh, when he's trying to get away and he climbs out onto the roof, I mean, obviously we know he's probably only a foot off the ground at that point. Yeah. In real life. Yeah, yeah. But the way they pan it from the model to him back to the model... Yeah, it's good. It's I love it that is. shit. I agree like, with you, yeah. I just I wish more people would do that instead of being like... Oh, I don't want to build a $2,000 model, so what we're going to do is spend $5,000 on CGI and just call it a day. Yeah, I think they do a good job at selling sort of the the size the, of the, the scale. house. Yeah, yeah, the scale of the house. Yeah. Like, through the use of the model, and then they right, – you're right. Like, they cut back and forth, so they use this model to show the sort of scale, but it gives you the sense of how big the house really is. So as he's moving through the house – you only really see, like, when you watch it, you, you see, like, the main area downstairs. There's, like, a dining room. There's his bedroom. There's the hidden room. Um, there's, like, a sauna room. And then there's, like, an attic in this maze area. And that's all you really see in the house. But they do a pretty good job at selling this. Because this thing is supposed to be, like, a castle. Yeah. You know, it's oh, huge. Oh, it's huge. And, and uh, what you just mentioned with, with, with the maze was they do this shot that I that I really like where the camera is above the house and you see him kind of move through this maze and then back and he doesn't know which way to go. And then the camera slowly pans down to the hallway and then you see him coming down the hallway. Mm -hmm. You don't see that too often. Yeah. You kind of just get like a weird view usually of like corner to the corner or a straight shot. This year actually showed you a top view of him like confused and not really knowing which way he should or shouldn't go. Right. And then pan down to him in a panic running. They they got some really good stuff in this. They do. Now, I couldn't figure out why they had a maze in their house. I don't think it was a I don't think it was supposed to be a maze. I think it was more or less of him confused on where he should go. Like I think it was like he was disoriented at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, he's like, well, if I go this way, oh shit, he could be there, but if I go back this way. So I think that's I don't think If that's it, the case then I guess they did they sold that well cuz Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he does look. It, it does look like a maze from the top view, but when it pans down, it's actually just hallways. Yeah, it's actually I mean, just it's rooms. True. Yeah. yeah. So it's not. It's not like it's an actual maze. Um, and then he. So I think he was confused on where to go. That's why he wound up deciding running up the mm-hmm. stairs to the attic, um, which was a bad idea. <laughs> but the uh, I I guess I'll say the thing. I I actually overall liked this movie. I I, I thought it was different, which I think is what I liked about it. The thing is, I think in the third act, like in the final act of this movie, it just gets, it's almost like they either didn't shoot stuff, like they didn't have enough footage, or it starts to feel disjointed. So when it gets to the point where he finally is like fighting back, right? It's like he sets up this series of traps, whatever. But the way it's done, it's like there's no good sense of time first of all so you're not really sure how long everything is really taking yeah and then it's like he it's like guy walks into room trap guy walks into room trap and it's like this again and again and again 
and it just to me it felt really <laughs> choppy. Like it was just this, the end of this movie is not put together well. Yeah, it, it comes back together a little bit in the end, like in the end end when he finally faces off against him. There's but, a there's a there's a scene where uh, what you're talking about. He's setting up uh, the trap line, right, with the fish line or whatever. Yep. And the entire time, because he doesn't want to set the trigger of the arrows or whatever off, he's moving very slowly to move that line. And I actually thought to myself, "Where the, this guy was just coming up the hallway a minute ago?" Yeah, like, that's what there's I'm no there, there's saying. no sense of time between the last event and then this event because that guy would have he would have never had time to do that. That guy would have already been there. So yeah, I get what you're saying with the time. I mean, and and to be to be honest, Home Alone has the same actually has a little bit of the same issues, mainly because if you watch Home Alone, he rigs up that entire house in like an hour. Like, if you actually go back and watch that movie, he's in the church with Shovel Guy, and it's dark. And Marv and, and What's-His-Name are coming at 9 o'clock. So, even if it's 5.30, he hasn't even made his map yet. I know I'm in the wrong movie now. Yeah. But he goes home, and he draws up his map. He rolls the map out. It's got to be 6 o'clock. Let's, even if I'm being generous, that's three hours. He, he iced all the stairs. So he sprayed them down with water, and they all froze and turned to ice within that period of time. He set up a fucking blowtorch over a door. He set up saran wrap with shit on it. He put paint cans on ropes and hung them from the ceiling. He put trip wires. He put fucking ornaments everywhere. He rigged up an iron. Like, he put tar all over the stairs with a nail. Like, the amount of shit this kid got done, maybe that's why he beats this kid. Because <laughs> he rigged up his entire house yeah. in, like, two fucking hours. Yeah, but his house is not nearly as big as this one. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> this kid lives in He's a castle. He's got, like, a small apartment in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> He's living in, like, 900 square feet. Anyway. This dude's got, like, 9,000 square feet. But that was my biggest um, criticism was... What about... Was actually, like, just... Oh. What felt a, disjointed. So between him setting up traps, <laughs> the killer's not dead yet. He knows the killer's not dead yet. Right. Well, now he's actively trying to. The killer. Like, the killer is literally looking for him. Yes. And this kid is like, I'm gonna go get my dead dog, pick and him bury up, him. and take him out back and bury That's him. That's what I'm talking about. It feels disjointed at this point. Almost like it almost feels like some of that stuff should have happened earlier in the movie. Like. It, the fact that it goes to the third act and then he's like, I'm going to bury my dog and now I'm going to take revenge on you. It just, it, it feels weird. It just feels like that should have happened earlier in the movie. So another thing I found funny was, um, that the dude slices him with a knife. Yeah. A little cut in his leg. Yeah. Right through his pants. <laughs> yeah. <his> leg. Now. <laughs> I have I, I I I cut my finger off. It was being held on just by side skin, bottom skin, yeah. right? Literally just dang on. I did not go get a full cast on my arm. <laughs> all right, like I got this little thing on my finger and some stitches, and then within a few weeks, my my finger was healed, and then they put yeah. another thing on there, and within a month, my finger was back to normal. It hurt, but it was normal. Yep. This dude got a slice across the leg, and literally took a chair, made half a crutch. So, and then dragged his leg through the rest of the movie. So, so I have a theory on this because I, I, you're right; it's it's insane, right? I have a theory on this as to why he would do that. It's because the kid is still like 
role playing, right? So like part of this is he's still trying to play Rambo. So like what would Rambo do? Like if it's were Rambo, like he would probably fucking break his leg and you know what I mean? It would be it would actually be this massive injury to Rambo that would force him to make a homemade fucking splint thing on his leg. This kid gets cut and he wants he, I think he's still role playing as fucking Rambo. Like I think that's what he's doing and I think that's why he does that. He's being fucking over the top on purpose. He doesn't realize it. He thinks he needs to splint. Yeah, but you but... know who doesn't overreact? Mm. Kevin McAllister. <laughs> I don't know, man. Do you know he gets caught? If it weren't for Shovel Guy. Yeah, but he wasn't like... All right, yeah. I forgot I was going to go with that. <laughs> You're right. He didn't need a splint. Yeah. I mean, Tom Cruise could have showed up and helped him, but he didn't. Um, well, but actually, back to so I will say this: that kid, the kid does get caught. What did you think about that scene oh. where the Santa Claus guy catches him? You know where I'm going, and then he's just like, "All right, now it's your turn. Now it's your turn to catch me, right? Isn't that what he does? Yeah, it's something weird like that. I don't even know what happened. It's like I'm gonna go hide now. It's your turn to catch me. Yeah, was it just? Were we just supposed to be like, "Oh, this dude's just fucking crazy"? Is that? what that's about because it seemed like the whole time he was trying to kill him if he, even to the fact like you said even to the point where he cut his leg and then he finally catches him and he's like all right got you now it's your turn it's like he's playing a game of hide and seek i uh, i can't figure out what that what that is why why the fuck that happened yeah no i yeah i know what you're talking about but i don't know why yeah because it was like he could have killed him but then he didn't Right. Like he had him and he was just like, yeah. He, he just, just let him go. And yeah. he's like, I'm going to go hide now. Come find me. Makes absolutely no sense. And that the, It's around those areas that this movie really gets confusing. The narrative is is, is strange. So, um, I here's, here's another thing. is Earlier in the movie, um, they actually make a thing about it because Grandpa actually says something about being a uh, an old crumpled diabetic. Right. Okay. Yes. Then he takes grandpa and he puts grandpa inside of a suit of armor. That's so funny. To hide him. It's so funny. And I actually, I, I don't usually look things up. <laughs> Shit. I'll call him back. Uh, speaking of Chucky. Yeah. Um, child's I got a new phone, so I put a new ringtone <laughs> on. It's not uh, putting on the Ritz anymore. So, um, when, uh, what the fuck was I talking about before my phone rang? Oh, oh, the suit of armor. Yeah. So he gets him out of the suit of armor and I usually don't look things up while I'm, um, watching movies. I kind of wait until after and then I kind of make some notes, but I got diabetics in my family Mm -hmm. and, um, I know how the insulin works and I know Mm -hmm. what happens when they don't take it right and stuff like that. So when this scene came up, it bothered me and I had to look it up. Okay. Grandpa falls over in the fucking suit of armor. So funny. The kid takes the thing off. Grandpa's basically dead. Right. He shoots him up with his insulin. Yeah. Right? And we know it's insulin because they made a big deal about him being a diabetic. They, we know it's insulin, yeah. So I was like, no, that's not right. I've seen diabetics in my family. I've seen them mm-hmm. um, take their insulin. I know how it works. Yeah. So I looked it up. <clears throat> Literally from the time he gets the insulin to the time he wakes up, a minute? 
Yeah, they basically play it like it's, yeah. It's literally at that point in time. Yeah. Regular acting, also called short-acting insulin, begins to work within 30 minutes after injection, and peak time is usually two to four hours. Hey, so there's no way Grandpa got a <laughs> shot of insulin, and he's like, Sup, bruh. <laughs> and then like, shot the shot Santa. Claus. And then shot the dude with a revolver <laughs> while he couldn't see. Yeah, <laughs> that scene's great too because he's like in any real situation he blows a kid's head off, right? Like, it's yeah, just like, yeah. There's so, no fucking way um, he gets Santa. <laughs> but it, it, hey, this movie's got its. I mean, it's it's, it's good. It's uh, that's flawed. pretty much the end of the movie. It is. Um, it is a flawed movie. It's really flawed, but it's 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 good. It's entertaining. It is entertaining, um, and it, it like for me, like the first two thirds of it, I think are pretty pretty good. And yeah. I do think it starts to really suffer a bit in the end, just because it gets so fucking confusing. But uh, I, I, if you can find it, it's out there on Blu-ray. It's just. It's not easy to find. I think yeah, it came it's out like hard. Germany, but it is screening right now because Agfa has copy has thirty five millimeter prints of it. Don't be surprised if we get a Blu ray release of this thing. Yeah, like it, I it's would definitely uh, to be out. On I, like Blu-ray. I said, I don't mind subtitles, but I would like to be able to watch this and be be able to pay more attention to the film. Yeah, um, that's why I say a lot of the times with these subtitles, you do have to watch them more than once. So you can kind of yeah, catch would benefit things. from another viewing. Yeah. Um, so I definitely I would watch this again. Um, I, I just, I have to think that this is going to come out in the U S it's it's shocking that it's It's not to. Yeah. It's just, it's the kind of movie that it's It's almost, it's yeah. And it's almost a no brainer that it would be out on Blu-ray because it's not available in any other format. It's VHS. You can get it on VHS if you're lucky enough to find a copy. Yeah. I mean, I watched this by myself. I'm assuming you watched it by yourself. Yeah. I think this movie would really benefit with like a group of people, you know, whether it's four or five friends. Yeah, it would. Um, it would really benefit. It'd be fun to watch. Yeah, it. fun to yeah, watch with other people. So definitely check this one out. I think so. Yeah, so. if you can find it. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to this? Uh, no. All right. So we're gonna get. I don't have notes on the next one. So. All right. We're gonna get into uh, the next one's gonna be better. Watch out. We're gonna run the trailer for it right now. Or breathtaking. <laughs> Thank you. Now don't stay up and watch scary movies, okay? It'll give you nightmares again. So what do you want to do? Ricky, why can't you just leave me alone? He's such a jerk. Don't hang up on me. What was that? What the fuck? Oh my god. Away from the window. There's a man. Access just go away. La, 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 la. 
Now, do you guys say the good thing about this particular trailer is it gives nothing away? Yeah, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't show you who the killer is. It, it doesn't, doesn't show you what happens. Nope. Th- this trailer is cut really well. It's a great trailer. Yeah. When you think the suburbs, you think safety. But this holiday night, the suburbs are anything but safe. Ashley thought this babysitting job was going to be an easy night. But the night takes a turn when dangerous intruders break in and terrorize her and the 12-year-old boy, Luke, she's caring for. Ashley defends her charge to the best of her ability, only to discover this is no normal home invasion. Alright, so I want to start by saying I've seen this before. I've never seen this. I picked this because, I suggested this because I've seen it before. And I watched it last year, and I I went in blind. Completely blind. All I knew is that it had a reputation. People were really loving it, so it was a bit hyped. And that it had something to do with a home invasion. That's pretty much all I knew. I watched it, and I really didn't like it. Alright, so like, I did not like it. I just had a really bad reaction to it. And then I get, like, I I, I just did. So the reason I wanted to rewatch it is because I thought... You know, now that I have at least some understanding of what the movie is, you know, like my expectation is set a little more um, to see if I would react differently. And I'll, I'll say right away that, like, it's a much better movie than it was the first time I saw it. And, like, I'll, I'll talk about why I didn't like it. And there's still things about why I didn't like it that I think still don't quite work. But it's a much better movie than I gave it credit for last year when I saw it. So I just I'll start by saying that, like, give some context as to sort of my background with this thing because I I fucking hate it. Like I <laughs> I hated it. I hated so much about it. Not almost none of it worked for me the first time I saw it. And then your mind changed this time. It did, yeah. So a lot. There's still parts of it that didn't work, but overall, for the most part, it worked this time, and I got it. Like I got it. And I think it helped that I had seen it, to be honest with you. I think knowing what was coming um, helped me, like, because there's just things that happened in the movie the first time where I was like, come on. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you I, know what I mean? There this was... is the first time I watched it, and I had that reaction to a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know how you want to go into this movie. We're going to spoil it. Yeah, there's... So if you haven't seen it's it... It's tough. Cause if you there's... haven't seen it, go watch it, because we're going to spoil it, and... um. Maybe it's better to spoil it because it helps me to know. But, you know, it, there's things happen in this movie that you're not going to see coming. Um, at least I don't. I didn't the first time I saw it. So you're going to want to watch it before if you don't want to be spoiled. But. Yeah, because there's – I mean, there's no way to dance around this talking about it. So uh, the way we're going to talk about it because there's things I want to talk about, that's going to completely give away everything in this movie. Right. And that's why I said this is a great trailer because that trailer gives away nothing. Right, there's little hints in it. Little hint, like having seen it, yeah. having seen the movie. There's yeah. hints, but having like if you haven't seen it, it's not going to give nearly anything away. So I never want to tell you to turn the podcast off, but if you haven't seen this, turn it off. Go watch it. Go watch it's on this. Shutter. And then come back and, mm-hmm. and and listen to us talk about it. Yes. 
So, uh, yeah, basically, we can start right off. Just let's just start off right from the beginning, kind yeah. of work our way through. All right. Because um, it just it basically starts off as just a normal movie. Two kids kind of hanging out in a bedroom. Uh, parents leave for the night. Babysitter comes in to watch the kid. Yeah, and this kid, this one kid, Luke, whose parents own the house, he's the one that she's going to watch. He has these sort of grand plans to, I mean, to, to basically have sex with the babysitter. Like, that's what he yeah. wants. He wants to sleep yeah. with her. And he he has he he has this whole plan of, like, oh, we're going to put on a horror movie. I'm going to get some alcohol. We're going to, you know, and she's going to, she's just going to fall over me, basically. And, um, I, and, and. He sort of gives off the, that this this vibe that he's been in love with her for years. He's very jealous of her boyfriends, and he has this friend Garrett, by the way. And I want to say, like, right from the get go, that the acting in this movie across the board is really good. Yeah, the worst actors in this movie are like the parents. You know, like they're barely in it. Like they're well known actors, like uh, Patrick Warburton and and Virginia Madsen, well, but they have so little to do that it's like. The three main, so like Luke, the babysitter, so Ashley and Garrett, his friend, are all so good in this movie. And then the other two, um, I, the, the two other mains are the two boyfriends, and they're good too. The way they play yeah. their characters, is I don't really know why effective. Garrick reminds me of the chubby dude from the Goonies. So you know who that kid is? No, you you didn't recognize him. No. I'm gonna I'm about to blow your mind. It's a movie you hate. A movie you fucking hate. You remember that movie, The Visit? Oh, With no. With the grandparents? He's not the brother, is he? And she's the sister. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, at least they redeemed themselves. Isn't that? Yeah. That's she's they might, the, Wait, what year? Because they were young in that. Well, Garrett, the kid that plays Garrett is only 15 in this. Yeah, but what year? The Visit just came out. Came out 2014, 2015. And this is 14? 2017. Wow, so it's only three years? Yeah. Well, let's let's say he was like was twelve filming. in that, he, and he's like those 15. are the release dates. But yeah, no, he is yeah. legitimately around fifteen so four, in this. Five years. Wow. Yeah, he's he's around fifteen in this, and he was around about around twelve when he yeah, was. Yeah, because I did not like to visit. No, I know you didn't. So I thought it was funny, but um, he's good. And I I love him in this movie, by the way. Garrett. No, he's good. Yeah, he's and really good. His character is just so basically the way it is is you have Luke, who's he's he he's like this nerdy. Well, he comes across as this nerdy kind of coddled like his mother is always doting over him yeah. she you know rich like white kid yeah like he's yeah. a rich white kid like you're gonna go to bed you're gonna brush your teeth you're gonna be in bed by 10 o'clock whatever and she puts like a little pencil on his handle so like in her mind he's this delicate little flower garrett is this kind of like you know stoner 15 year old skater kid like Luke does his homework for him. So it's this interesting kind of relationship from the beginning um, because they're so opposite, right? Like these two kids typically wouldn't really be friends. Yeah. Um, And you obviously get later as to why they are. And there's like a relationship there. But I think both of them play their characters pretty well. Um, And then she comes in and, I mean, she plays the sort of 17-year-old the interesting thing about her, too, is there's these expectations in this movie set by Luke, really, of who she is. So it's like she's 17 years old. She's blonde. She sleeps around. Like, he sets these things, and I think she actually does a really good job of playing it like, well, no, actually, I, 
I don't do any of that. Like, it's just in your weird fucking 15 year old mind that yeah. I do that, you know, like that, like that's, that stuff all works really well. But so back to sort of the plot, what happens is none of this works for him. Right. So he's totally trying to get in her pants. And like, at one point he actually tries to like make a move on her. Right. And totally blows up in his face. She doesn't do anything with it. And then like some random dude knocks on the door with a pizza. Okay. So this is where the movie kind of got weird for me. This is where the movie gets weird. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the whole movie is set up. This is pre-planned. This is premeditated. He's already got all of He has this this entire plan set up throughout the entire night already planned out. Correct. Okay. Pizza gets delivered. Right. Now, what happens if she bangs him on the couch? And I've thought it about... It still happens, right? Because his I've friend doesn't about, know. I've thought about all of this. And yes, you're right. Which means he has to. Is I've thought about this a lot because yeah. <laughs> I thought it, that was my first watch, and I thought about it because he like I'll, we'll go back to the end. But to skip to the end, he basically at the end says, "This is how it was always going to be." Like he basically says that to her, right? Like she asks him, and he's like guilty. You know, like this was always the plan. Which means that every single thing that happens in this movie, he had to have assumed it was going to happen that way. And that's like a huge – that's like one of the problems that I had when I first saw it, by the way, is it's this huge jump in, in – you got to give this movie a lot because, yes, you have to assume that he knew she wasn't going to fuck him, right? Because if she does, what the fuck happens? Like what happens if she does that? Like, yeah, because they could be in the middle of banging and the brick comes through the window. Exactly. Yeah. Like it completely – everything changes, which means he knew she wasn't going to do it, which means he always planned for it to happen the way it did. Yeah. That's a lot to have yeah. to assume, right? I mean, like, the odds of her doing it were slim. But we have to assume that he at least would have done it if she wanted to. Right? Oh, like, if sure, she yeah. gave in. Yeah. So, yeah, you're like, what happens? I've thought, and I've thought, about, we'll get to more stuff later where I had that question, too, by the way. Um. So, anyway, yeah, so this guy, pizza guy, shows up out of nowhere. She never ordered the pizza. So, immediately, it's like, okay, well, I didn't order the pizza. What's the thing with the mushrooms? I don't know. So then I was thinking, the first time I saw this... Is he allergic to mushrooms? Well, no. The first time I saw this, I was like, wait, are those, like, fucking hallucinogens? So, like, I literally... That's what I thought, too, yeah. Right? Yeah. Because why the mushrooms? Like, like these are the things that still bother me about the movie, by the way. No, because magic mushrooms do not look like regular mushrooms. No, no, I know that, but, yeah. like, would, would they know that? I don't know. You know, like, I don't know, but... The first time I saw this, I was like, why make such a big and deal out of the mushrooms? Yeah, yeah he... I was like, they made such a big deal of the mushrooms... I was like, are they hallucinating all this? Like, is none of this real? Is it going to be to the end and it's like they were hallucinating the whole time? That's not the case. But why go to all the trouble to mention the mushrooms? It doesn't yeah. make any... You know what I mean? It and doesn't. Yeah. That's the kind of shit that bothers me a little bit. Because it seems like I think intentional it was misdirection. set up... Because she says... Because um, he says maybe my dad ordered the pizza before he left. And, he, and then she says... But Why would he have ordered mushrooms? Yeah, because well, because Luke says he doesn't eat mushrooms. He's like anything but mushrooms. Yeah. So when the pizza shows up with the mushrooms, so I think that was to set up. Was that the all fact, part of his plan? Set up the like, fact that the dad didn't order them. So why is this guy at the door? Well, but I know. it never comes back. To, like, there's no reason. And that's right. And that's like he went out of his way to tell her he doesn't want mushrooms. Who did order the pizza? I think it had to have been Garrett. 
right? Where would, I guess if Garrett went back home. He was gone yeah, at this point. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. there. So he left. So I'm assuming it was Garrett. So but we're already kind of, if somebody doesn't know the plot, they're already getting confused. Yeah. But, um, so yeah. basically what happens is it becomes a home invasion movie very quickly. Yeah. So somebody breaks into the house. They throw a brick through the window. It says, like, you leave, you die. There's somebody in the house with a gun. Um, Garrett shows up. He goes into the backyard. He gets shot in the back. He falls on the ground. You assume he's dead. And they go up and they, like, hide in the attic. And uh, Luke decides he's going to go be the hero and he's going to get his dad's gun and save the day. Um, He does manage to get the gun, but she finds out pretty quickly that the person walking through the house with the shotgun is actually Garrett. And it turns out that this whole home invasion was a big thing so that he could get into her pants, which was he's going to save her. And... um. You know. Which doesn't make sense either. There's so much cognitive flaw in this. Well, again, this is another question I had. When you talk about... So, like, the question you had about what happens if she fucks him. What happens if she shoots Garrett? Or what happens if... What happens if she kills Garrett? Like, does... does he? Is he... Do you have to assume that he already has an end game for every single scenario? Like, do you have to assume that, okay, if Garrett dies, this is how this is going to go? Well, okay, he actually said at one point, though, <laughs> I was going to save you, and then and then you you would like me. <laughs> right. but then So it, what happens after that scenario? Like, there's no... No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And also, at that point, he had already texted her boyfriend, right? Yeah. yeah because yeah. it shows out later that because he texted her 30 minutes before yeah. to tell him to come over means he had already done all that so he had already assumed that she was going to figure out it was garrett that then he was going to have to stop her and then the boyfriend went, right isn't that how this thing plays out because yeah. what happens is she's like what the fuck's the matter with you like He's i thought i was it. gonna die yeah he slaps her in the face this is luke now pushes her down the stairs she gets knocked out and he ties her to a chair and this is where the the new plot kicks in where you realize there's something else going on so Luke has her tied to a chair. He gives Garrett some oxys. And um, so he's like riding around on a scooter. He's high out of his mind. <clears throat> and he has texted her boyfriend to come over to the house. And yep. they start playing this game of truth or dare where he fills her up. And this, it, some of this stuff is really interesting, by the way. So I liked this the first time I saw it. And I liked it this time. Where she basically is like trying to pit them against each other. Yeah. Right? So like. And she also plays like I well, she I, plays on Garrett's weakness totally, and I yeah. like and and I like how she plays on his a little bit too, like when he's like, oh, what how did that feel or something, and she's like, it felt like a boy was feeling me up, yeah, and uh, when uh, like when she tells Garrett that Luke killed his hamster, I like that stuff because it's it starts to set up this whole like, how do you pit these two against each other and get smart, but even that doesn't really go anywhere. You know, like, and, and that's the stuff that bothered me the first time I saw it is all this stuff, like, with her. And it, I'll just get into it now. The biggest problem I have with this movie, and it still haven't had it then, even though I like the movie more now, is the way that they they use her in this movie. She's the heroine. She's the heroine. Yeah. Right? She is. She is the person. She's the final girl, basically. That's what she is. And Luke is the villain. And Garrett is somewhere in between. So she go, they go to all this trouble of having her try to pit those two against each other. <clears throat> um, and basically what happens is 
that doesn't go anywhere because Garrett doesn't they they never really have a um it's not like those two ever really go at each other. Like we know what happens later, but th- yeah. You know what I mean? It never really goes anywhere that that happened. And she spends this entire movie either tied to a chair or running away. And my biggest problem with this movie is that she never once, never once, she needs him in the balls one time. Like, why wouldn't you just go and fucking pistol whip this kid with that gun? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so she finds out the gun's not loaded because he's been fucking with her the whole time and this gun's not loaded. She runs. Like, think about that. Like, he doesn't have a gun at this point. The shotgun's in the house. There's a shotgun in the house. He doesn't have it. So it's like, he's like, oh, you never, my parents, a good parent would never leave the bullets in the gun. Go up there and pistol whip this little fuck in the head. Because. Guess I'm a bad parent. Yeah, well, he (laughs) he says that though, right? But his parents also leave their gun under their mattress. Yeah. Right. So it's like. That kind of shit bothers me because how – why would we make a movie where we're supposed to believe that that but, he's the weak one and that she's the hero and she always has the upper hand on her through the entire movie? What I don't get is he makes that comment. He says um, a good parent never leaves the ammo near the gun. Right. Or you know whatever and he, he says. I think he said loaded. I think he's – But the shotgun was loaded. It was, but I don't think that was his parents' gun. Where did it come from? I Garrett had it, right? So, like, the gun thing confused me with the shotgun because he sets it up as if the boyfriend had used that gun to kill Garrett, right? He does do that, <clears throat> but they never establish where that shotgun actually came from. They never do that. Oh, that's true, yeah. But the yeah. thing is, is if so it could have been Garrett's gun the whole time because he leaves the gun. Spoiler alert, Garrett dies. He leaves the gun near Garrett's body. Yeah. So you could always assume, like, if the story is Garrett came with the gun, it's his parents' gun, so it was Garrett's gun to begin with because he walked in with it, you have to assume it's not Luke's parents' gun because how the fuck would the boyfriend have ever found it? Um, you know what I mean? So there's too many questions around the gun, so you have yeah. to assume it's Garrett's gun. That's just my – that's why it's loaded. That's all that stuff because Garrett brought it, not Luke. Um, but, but anyway, like, why wouldn't she at that point just whip his ass? Like, even the scene where the boyfriend goes upstairs and he hits him in the head with the bat the first time, the dude yeah. gets up and he fucking, yeah. like, beats his ass because he's this tiny little, like, like, Luke gets lucky, right? He totally gets lucky there, but this girl could totally beat his ass, with, and she never does. She literally allows herself to be tied up and chased and beaten. It's like, why? Why would they Why would they write it this way? Like, why at no point? The only reason she never gets to do anything to him is because it blows up the end of the movie where he looks innocent. Because if he has a mark on him, his parents are going to know. So the only reason you write the entire story so that she can never get a, the upper hand is because then you blow up your twist ending. Which yeah. is not a good way to go about writing a story, by the way. You shouldn't do that. No, I think this movie was a great premise, mm-hmm. filmed good, poor writing. Yeah, I don't think yeah. it's and I think and the funny thing is the thing that people seem to really like about it is that is the writing. They seem to really like no. the twist. They, but you're getting caught up in the twist, and what this entire movie 
everything that happens in it is so that they can do the end. Like, if you really watch it, it's so that they can have him so that we can see how smart Luke is in covering up his crime and making it look like he was asleep the whole time. I don't think that once the forensic team shows up, right. he's getting away with us. Right, and All right. Like, they make it out like he's some kind of genius, like he's going to cover yeah. everything up. All right, so first of all, if say... <clears throat> If, say, the boyfriend shows up at the house, right? All right. Plausible, this dude goes on a murdering spree. Plausible. Right. Right. Other boyfriend shows up, sees chick with ex-boyfriend, decides that, well, I'm just going to end it and kill myself. I think that was what it was, was they said the ex-boyfriend showed up, saw those two together, killed, so then killed the boyfriend killed her, then killed himself. But I have a comment about that, by the way. Yeah, but if that's the case, how are the cops not going to see the goddamn tractor that was driven around the yard? He was on a lawnmower. I thought the same. Well, they kind of showed him covering he it walked, up. He walked, but... he walked in and out of that house like three times to that body mm-hmm. when, he, when he first did it. Then he went back in. Then he got the paint and set it up. Then he mm-hmm. came back in, and then he went back out. There's multiple tracks in that snow. Like they, the, the cops are immediately going to know right. somebody came in and out of here. Well, I thought about that too. Yeah. Another thing I thought about, you know what else forensics is really good at doing? Determining things like cause of, or uh, time of death. Yeah. So they can I thought of that too. Right, they can yeah. look at a body and see literally how long it's been dead. Like they can do that, which means they're going to be able to see that the guy that got hit with the paint can was dead for quite a while, that the guy who hung himself died before yeah, the girl, right? Because he did, because he was hung. You gotta answer this. Yeah, Hold on. stop it. Midnightcircleviser.com. All right, we're back real quick. Sorry about that. And uh, we were talking about we were, well, we the forensics exactly teams, we yeah, forensic we files. Ta- I was Nancy ta- Grace. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. was making a point, just just sort of finish that off, making a point about you know for, forensics teams. They understand things like time of death. Yeah. You know, so the thing is, we know from watching the movie that the guy that the guy that the police would have to assume committed the murders um, was the guy that hung himself, quote unquote, outside the one Luke hung from the tree. Um, But then they would also be able to tell that she died after he died. Right now, she survives. But Luke wasn't expecting that. So, Luke, basically, like, if they were to really do their work, assuming they did their work, they would see that the guy that hung himself outside actually was dead before she had been killed, which means somebody else killed her. And they would also know that the paint can guy was dead before she was dead. So then who does that leave if Garrett's dead too? It leaves Luke or some unknown individual, right? I mean, like... But Luke already went to the trouble to put the fingerprints all over the shit of the guy hanging from the tree to frame him. Yeah, with the paint and stuff. Yeah, so, like, yeah. that that's the kind of shit when you start thinking about this movie that you're like, why did you go to so much trouble to be so clever? When in actuality, the whole thing, a lot of this stuff just starts to fall apart. Like, when you really just yeah. stop and think about it, there's two... Much of that. There's too many tracks out in the yard. Yeah, exactly. Footprints going back and forth. And the number of coincidences that have to happen in order for... So, like, back... We made the point earlier about... And do you think... uh, 
Do you think that a forensic team, even though the mother was like, oh, my son was sleeping the whole time, he swung a bat at people, he was he shot a gun, do you think they're not going to test his hands for blood splatter or um, well, yeah, gunpowder? I mean, you would think so, right? I mean, I don't know. That's that's You'd think so. Yeah. Because if, if she tells the cops, oh, the pencil was still in the door when I got home. They're not going to be. I know. They're going to look out the windows. He left and stuff footprints like that. on he the left roof footprints outside. across the roof. Like I mean, there's yeah. all kinds of things that happen that you'd have to assume that they were just like, "All right, this is cut and dry. We got a suicide note." Like that, I don't. Maybe it would happen that way, but you'd like to think it wouldn't happen that way. What was the pill he took? A sleeping pill? Yeah, I think it was like a probably like a melatonin or so. it was something like that. Thing. Oh, I can crush like nine melatonin and be awake for five hours. I think it was something like that. Yeah, oh, days, man. Melatonin don't do shit. But to we me. made the point before too about Luke. Um, so basically, just to spoil it all now. Basically, Luke's whole plan was he's gonna get um, Ashley and her two boyfriends to the house, and he's going to kill all of them. Like that's that was his plan. Well, one it, was an ex boyfriend. One was yeah okay ex boyfriend and boyfriend, but basically yeah. like her who what he considers to be her lovers, and he's gonna kill all of them. He's gonna kill all three of them, and he's gonna frame the ex boyfriend for the whole thing. And that's his plan, and that means that every single but, thing that happens in this movie, he planned like everything. You he planned. Can't. <laughs> he planned her. So like the scene with the alcohol with the bottle of liquor. He planned her knocking it out of his hand and shattering on the floor. He planned her escaping from the chair. He planned, like, like he planned literally everything. He planned that they would show up and do exactly what they said they were going to do. But they could. There's no way to plan the boyfriend. Well, you you can't. Well, he, w- which part? Because he texted the boyfriend to come over. Right. Right. Because they were arguing or whatever. The boyfriend comes over. He mm-hmm. doesn't open the door. He says, no, go away. She doesn't want to talk to you. At that moment, that dude could have just walked away. I know. And that's... that's. But he planned for the flowers to be thrown in the window. And be, can you give these to her? Like, he... Pl- he just well, only I know. That's the thing is, that. is all this That stuff, dude literally could have just walked away. And he could have not shown up again. at all. Like, yeah. there's so many things that... Like, you have to assume that this... He's just the fucking smartest kid in the entire he world. He had to get that dude in the house somehow. I know. Even if the flowers... If no flowers were brought... Mm-hmm. I know. There had to be a way for him to come into the house. Yep. And the only part of this entire night that he that you can assume he didn't plan then was shooting Garrett. Well, he says that. He said that, uh, something like it wasn't It's the only part yeah. he didn't plan on was that he would have to shoot Garrett. And it's like, really? Like, everything else you knew was going to happen? Like, that's just really difficult to believe that you plan this all out. Because at the end, she says... You never intended to let me go. And he's like, something like that. And he says, guilty. So from the beginning, he literally planned it. But like you said, what happened if from the, she fucked him? What happened? Yeah. Not only that, he planned this entire thing multiple times. It was said that your parents are going to come home. You're going to get in trouble. Right. And he said, no, they won't. How did he know what time exactly? What if he had the GPS on his phone? He was tracking them. That's what that was. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah, I, I get that. So, yeah, he was. Tra- he was. But you're he, right. At he was doing point, the fun. What right, if, what yeah. if the parents were like, "Well, dinner cut out earlier. Hey, let's not go to that movie." Right. So even if he was tracking oh, right. them, mm-hmm. that time would have been cut. I know this movie is full of like 
Luke gets lucky, Luke gets lucky, Luke gets lucky, yeah. Luke gets – and that's the thing – that's the shit that bothers me about this movie is he gets lucky so much and he, they do that for the story just so that you can get to the end and have the twist. Just so that you can have it at the very end, he doesn't get lucky. So, like, here's this kid that gets lucky again and again and again and again and again, and he always gets away with it. At the very end of the movie, up oh, she tricked him. She's not dead. Yeah, but what if she's like, hey, he did everything, and then she tells the cops everything that happened, and just like, no, nah, he was sleeping the whole time. Right. I mean, like. <laughs> no, you're lying. He was Yeah, sleeping. exactly. Like. Yeah. <laughs> based on the way this movie goes. Maybe you stabbed yourself, bro. Yeah, like maybe yeah. you just loved your boyfriend so much you wouldn't turn him in. So yeah. that's the stuff that that bothers me is the number of coincidence that you have to give this movie, and the fact that this girl they never let her do anything because of that. The only reason she doesn't get to just fucking punch this kid in the face is because if she punches him in the face, the parents are gonna know. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, like that's why she doesn't get to stab him in the arm with. She doesn't get to do any of that. Only because if she did, he'd get caught. So that means they never, no one can ever hurt him. From the beginning, he can never get hurt because if he gets hurt, the twist is done. So that's it. Like that's what's infuriating about this movie is they're so stuck on the ending that he has to be able to get into his room and fool everybody that no one can ever get their hands on him. And it's incredibly hard to believe because he's a like the kid's a fucking pussy, right? Like. He oh yeah, the, yeah. He just has to get lucky again and again and again and again. And He's again just and a again rich white kid that can't be touched, right? And he, yeah. there's no reason for him to get lucky as often as he does. That's the shit. That's what bothered me about the movie the first time I saw it, and it's what still bothers me now. But now I can, at the very least, say it's well acted. <laughs> it's it's well made. Um, some of the humor does work, and I I do like um, I really like Garrett. Actually, I really like that character. Yeah. And uh, and I like the kid that plays Luke. I think he's really good. But that character is infuriating. Like, I hate that character so much. He's such a little dickhead. And nothing ever happens to him. And that's why it makes me mad. Because in a yeah. movie like this, the one thing you should get as an audience is you should see that kid get punched in the face. Yeah, something should happen to something should happen. kind of make him stutter a little bit. Yeah, and it doesn't. Yeah, and nothing happens. She kicks him in the balls once, and she tells Garrett that he killed the hamster. Like, that's it. That's pretty yeah. much all that happens to that kid. That, the, like, just doesn't make any sense. So, I mean, on my end, this is my first watch. Yeah. I did, there was a lot, th- there's so many loopholes in this movie. Yeah. There's so many questions. You have to give it a lot. Yeah, you gotta just kind of forgive other than everything we just said, <laughs> it's actually not bad. It's it's not, but it helped it's, me to see it twice. It's shot really nicely. Uh, acting is really good. Yep. It's just it, when it comes down to the writing, it's just very poor. Um, when it comes down to continuity, it's very poor. But other than that, it's actually a good flick to kind of check out. It is, and I, I think it, it definitely helped me going in already knowing I was going to have to give this thing a lot of that like i was gonna have to be okay it was either gonna have to be like i was gonna just say fuck it this i'm not gonna give this movie any of it and then it fails completely or i have to go in and say yes i'm gonna accept that all this unbelievable shit is gonna happen throughout another thing i wanted to mention uh, before i got sidetracked before uh just real quick speaking of forensics 
don't you think that once the dead bodies come into the morgue and they're doing the autopsies, that they're not going to find all of the stickiness from the duct tape on the bodies? That's true. They're going to be like, what's the substance around the mouth? Mm-hmm. So then, as you're piecing together this murder, suicide, That's true. they're going to be like, wait a minute, people were tied up. Why weren't they yeah, tied up? Yeah, why was the duct tape removed off their face after they were dead? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I thought of that, too. Um, That's a good point. Anything else on this? No, I, I, you know, all I would say is that it it has everything it needs to be, like, a a classic. Like, to be the kind of movie you revisit all the time. But to me, it's not enjoyable enough because of its flaws to say that. But it's good enough to recommend it. So that's, that's kind of what I'll say. It's good yeah. enough to watch one time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But definitely. there's people out there that love this movie. They think it is. They love it. Like, I've seen glowing reviews. They love it. They love the twists. They love all of it. Um, I just can't give it that much. All right. So before we end the show, I got to ask you. Yeah. Kevin? Rambo kid. Yep. Or rich white dude. Ooh, well, based on the movie. Triple showdown. Based yeah. on the movie. Just based on based on we'll, we'll we'll base it on what they do within the movies, no outside help, just the characters themselves. Triple threat. Um they're all in a warehouse. They're all locked in a warehouse. Only one can make it out. Oh. So let's say let's say um uh Kevin, he's he's like, Oh shit, like what's going on? My parents forgot me, and uh, I'm going to the grocery store, but he gets lost, and he winds up in a warehouse, and the door closes behind him. He can't get out. Rambo Kid is like, shit, I got to go find help for Grandpa, and he goes to look for help, runs into the warehouse, uh, door locks, he can't get out. Rich White Kid's like, I got away with this murder, so I'm just going to flee. And he goes into a warehouse, door locks behind him. Three people in a warehouse, only one makes it out. That was a really long synopsis to get to <laughs> a triple death match. So so you got the skills of Kevin, you know, kind of tricky. Is, but Rambo's so. kind of the same way, but a little more sneakier. Yeah, Rambo, I think Rambo has the sort of killer instinct that Kevin lacks. And Rich White Kid has not only some trickery, not a lot, not as much as the other one, but he's like psychotic and he can try to turn one against the other, something like that, or convince one to work with him. And then at the end, you know what I'm saying? Like the Rich White Kid could be like, hey, you help me get to him and then we'll both get the fuck out of here. But then he just winds up killing him. He could do that type of shit. So... If I'm gonna say who's gonna win, it's I gotta give it. I gotta give it to Rich White Kid. Me too. I gotta give yep. it to Rich White Kid. That's what I'm saying because mm-hmm. I guarantee you, yep. <clears throat> he's a cold blooded killer. Yep. He's gonna murder anything. And I think when you the scenario you give where he turns, he's gonna turn. He's gonna get Kevin on his side. Yeah. It's not gonna be Rambo Kid. Rambo nope. Kid isn't gonna get on his side. Rambo Kid is is gonna be too suspicious of him. Kevin, though, no, Kevin will go on his side. I'm, I'm pretty yeah, sure about he'll that. He'll recruit Kevin to help yeah. him yep. to get to Rambo Kid. I think so. And then once Rambo Kid's dead, he'll kill he Kevin. kills Kevin. He tortures Kevin. And then he makes it look like Kevin killed Rambo Kid. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Right. And, then, and then he walks out victorious. <laughs> no matter yep. how much I hate to say it, eh, Luke yep. would probably win this whole thing. Yep. Because I hate Luke. I don't like that yep. character. Rich, rich white kid's going to prevail. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, yeah, that was a couple of Christmas movies. Definitely check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Definitely check out Elves. Um, <laughs> no, man. Watch the Dan Haggerty one with the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, Nazi Elves Watch in a, gross, in a, in a uh, department store. Watch um, that one. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, Better Watch Out and the one with multiple names. Yes. <laughs> and, Deadly Games, Game Over, Dow Clu- Code yeah. Santa Claus, and 3615, Pere Noel something. Yeah, definitely check that one out. <laughs> uh, that's definitely a watch. <laughs> this one but, has multiple titles, too, by the way. What? This one does? Mm-hmm. I'll oh, tell you. I didn't know that. Uh, let's, let's end on that, because... This it's best known right now for Better Watch Out in the United States, right? That's its title. That being said, when I first I was googling it, um, or not googling, I searched for it on Roku the first time to see if it would show up, and it showed up under a different title, and it was an American title, which means that it either that's either the original because I think this might have been Australian, interestingly enough. So it's alternate titles. Um, let's see. Let's see if I can find them. Here we go. Uh, Safe Neighborhood. Isn't that weird? That's a weird title. So the original title is Better Watch Out. That was Australia. Then it was released as Perigo Proximo in Brazil. Then Watch Out in France. Better Watch Out in Germany. Uh, Russia, I can't... I don't know. Chaskovua. Uh, that's, yeah. Serbia is... Bulge Pazi. Spain is cu- cu- Cuidado con los Extraños. Turkey is Guvenli Mahale. United States festival title, Safe Neighborhood. What a fucking shitty title. Wow, America sucks, <laughs> bro. Better Watch Out is such a better title. Oh, Safe my God. Neighborhood. Safe Neighborhood. Fucking United States, man. I know. We need to build a wall around ourselves. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Safe neighborhood. Build a wall around your goddamn neighborhood. What a horrible. Like, yeah. I, that's how it is. If you if you go on your Roku right now and search for it, it comes up a safe neighborhood. And the cover art is like, it's like a house or something. It is, it is so fucking lame. So lame. I don't know why we do that. Cause I I don't know, be, I don't know. Cause it's United States, man. We're just we're lame like that, you know. It's almost like we don't want to admit that like Australia's title was better than ours, you know. Yeah, like we're we're gonna make this better. USA, what we're gonna do USA. is we're not only gonna take the title away and change it. We're taking the M and M's out, all right. <laughs> and it's gonna be a way better place. <laughs> like just fucking calm down, people. Better watch. Look up. Better watch out. It's a way better title. It's the same movie, but it's the same movie. It's a better uh, title. Either way, Shutter knows where it's at. They called it by Better Watch. Yeah, yeah. Go to Shutter. Check it out. They don't pay <laughs> us. They should because <laughs> Been we, talking about them we talk about it for all the all the time. It's all we watch. Um, if people are horror fans, they should be on it. But yeah, check it out on Shutter. So, mm-hmm. all right. Anything else? No, nah, man. All right. Well, you're gonna have a Merry Christmas. Fuck yeah. Yeah, and uh, everybody out there, have a Merry Christmas. Drink your eggnogs and your vodkas. Mm -hmm. um, Eat your rum balls. I love rum balls, bro. (laughs) Rum balls are good. Mm -hmm. And don't leave live puppies under the tree in a box. No, that's, yeah. Yeah, you should do that. Plus, Santa might shank them in the fucking neck. Yeah, really? (laughs) (laughs) That's what we (laughs) saw.